Hey, fans, want new flooring and want it now. March is the time to buy at Floors to Your Home. Right, Brian Kahn? It really is, JMV. We have the state's largest selection of new flooring in stock. And we've just received additional truckloads of new hardwood, laminate, and waterproof flooring. So we're marking everything down. Brian, I'm looking at some of your incredible deals. We always sell up to 50% off those big box stores. But for a limited time, you can get new flooring starting at just 80 cents a square foot. 80 cents a square foot, that's incredible. That's three rooms of hardwood, laminate, or waterproof starting under $350 at Floors to Your Home. And you can get it right now. We have over 1,200 styles in stock. Floors to Your Home is the place for the lowest prices anywhere in Indiana. I'm doing my whole house. Three very convenient locations. Avon, Noblesville, and Brookville Road. Who has the lowest prices on flooring? Floors to Your Home. That's who. What in the hell do you think you are doing? Hey, John Boy. I'm telling you straight, it's my way or the highway. So anybody wants to walk, do it now. Hey, everybody, we're all going to get late. And again, it's picked up. It's Darius Leonard. A pick six for the Maniac. Touchdown, I-N-D-Y. Yes, sir. Oh, the second. Double time. John, I have never been better to be on the air with you here in Indianapolis, a place where so many of my dreams have come true. The Ride with JMV on 93.5 and 107.5. The Fan. Hey, I am so excited. We are live on Week 7's Larceny Bourbon Locks. The Luna's Will Tequila Shots at the Free Spirit. Castleton is our location. I'll have to get Brent on here in a moment. I think it's like Center Run and 86 Street, right in 96. What is this right out here? Right across, right across from where? Okay, right across from Costco. That's easy. See, everybody gets me all twisted up like a pretzel up here. Every time I go, wait a minute, are we on 82nd or 86 or is this 96? I know that I'm in Castleton, and I know that Costco is right across the street, and I know this. I know that this is a Larcity Bourbon Locks and a Luna Azul Tequila Shots Thursday, and you need to be here. You look at the weather outside, and, man, they're giving us a stinking dose of crappy November already, so the only way you can truly put that to rest is to come up here because, evidently, it is old-fashioned day. Week. Old-fashioned old week. Elijah Craig, old-fashioned yes. week. So it's a week, not just a day. We're such. So- Old-fashioned week with Elijah Craig that we're doing right now. And, like, I'll give you a little insight here. When I say samples, and I can't say this on the air, but when I say samples, if you're watching via YouTube Live right now, the Winshuler Spreadable Cheese Line, this is a sample. This is a sample right here. I promise you guys will love it. What a great way to get out of work, come up here, maybe do your week seven picks with us, and have one hellaciously awesome time, hello there, with us at the Free Spirit. I'm also incredibly happy because we're going to hear from the dude coming up a little bit later on, the 4 o'clock hour in our picks. Ryan Nally, the legend, is back in here today. So his picks coming up a little bit later on. You heard Brent Halverson 
Johnson, our betting analyst. I'll get more with him coming up in just a minute. I'm just trying to convince you how hellaciously awesome an idea it would be if you hauled ass up here and hung out with us at least until 6 o'clock, if not longer. And oh, by the way, too, we got some afternoon sports in the 5 o'clock hour. You've got the uh, NLCS Coming up later on this afternoon, and then you got the uh, ALCS with Houston getting a game closer, 2-1, best of seven in that ALCS, and obviously going out to Arizona. I believe I don't have that back. Maybe I have that backwards. Maybe it's – I can't remember. Both of them are today, though, and – I know this to be certain, that it is 5.07, the Phillies and the Diamondbacks, and the Diamondbacks are in need of a win down 0-2 in the best of seven. I have thoroughly enjoyed the baseball postseason so far. It's been dominated by a couple of teams. And we saw that domination kind of fade a little bit last night, um, certainly, but it was still entertaining if you were watching the Rangers and you were watching the Astros. But, man, Philly, Philly has been outstandingly fun to watch because we all love home runs. We love that long ball, and we love some dominant pitching, especially dominant pitching and stretches, and you have seen that again. So you got double dip of baseball, meaningful baseball coming up later on this evening. The NFL Week 7 starts coming up later on tonight. So you have a ton of stuff. I was actually watching some NBA last night. Anybody click over on NBA TV and watch Golden State? and uh, their matchup with Sacramento and watch Trace. I'm happy for him. I don't know how it's ultimately going to work out. I do know this. He's going to get rotational minutes, and that's why we all talked about when the Pacers didn't go after Trace Jackson Davis and then everybody got mad. We said at the time that was going to be in Golden State the best spot for him, and they had figured that out before the selections were made. 13-10, and I believe, last night, preseason game, whatever. And I know that uh, Kevon Looney wasn't playing. He was out there a lot interchangeable with uh, Sarich, who I think they brought in this season as well as kind of one of those hybrid big dudes. But he's going to get the opportunity to run and rim run, get up and down the floor to rebound, probably to block some shots. And he's going to get ample opportunities in and around the rim when Curry and when others, you know, get into the paint to finish with a lot of dunks because the defense will obviously um, go toward those bigger name, higher volume scoring players. But man, if you watched it last night and you watched him play, you easily understood why there could not have been a better spot for him in the NBA. Not at all. So good for Trace Jackson Davis, who I believe that uh, James back at the studio is trying to track down. All right, we got a lot of stuff going on today regarding the Colts and the Browns coming up on Sunday. You know, a lot of people believe it's meaningful because Deshaun Watson got back on the field a little bit earlier today for practice yesterday. It was almost like it was doom and gloom that, yeah, you know, he wasn't out there. We thought he was going to be out there. So it's probably going to be P.J. Walker again. Uh, But in this case today, it almost looks like that they are – we'll see – We shall see. Maybe you give him one more week of rest to see that if he's even more healthy coming up after this Colts weekend down here. But at the same time, maybe he does get back. Maybe he does get back and starts against the Colts coming up on Sunday. And as I've mentioned earlier in the week, to me, that does not matter. It may matter to you. Obviously, Deshaun Watson, there is no doubt, is better than P.J. Walker. 
But to me, that is not the meaningful piece that we're going to talk about in this game on Sunday. That meaningful piece is what the Browns have done defensively. And then what you saw the Colts not do offensively against that base Jacksonville defense for the most part this past Sunday. That's what is most concerning to me. This team at all to be able to either run or to throw in general, move the football offensively on Sunday. It almost looks like with just a little over a thousand yards given up so far with that Browns defense, it almost looks like that if there were a team that would be ready made to take a significant offensive fail at home this weekend, it would be the Colts because virtually nothing went right and especially nothing went right offensively last weekend when it mattered. Now, granted, maybe get a little bit more Jonathan Taylor, maybe that's going to be a difference. Yeah, maybe Gardner Minshew, and it should be more than a maybe, it should be a he better, has a better decision-making type of afternoon, and that's going to be a big difference. But as it stands right now, it looks like you take that Browns defense and you look at that Colts offense, and this very well could be incredibly overwhelming. I don't want to talk all negative um, because I know everybody's still when you're talking about a team right now that is even and you look at what the AFC South is looking like. For example, you get Jacksonville and New Orleans tonight. I mean, even though they own the tiebreaker, but in Jacksonville, which I believe as of last check, guys, make sure you check on that back there, James. Last check before I walked in here that it uh, was kind of a coin flip. For Trevor Lawrence coming up later on this evening, a coin flip according to our betting analyst Brent Halverson. So that changes up a dynamic considerably. And the one thing that the South should be able to do, I mean, even with the crappy news that you guys have had as Colts fans all week long, you know, you were conditioning yourself, preparing yourself for the Anthony Richardson news, which you knew that was coming. You were trying to prepare yourself for that. And then you get sideswiped by the Grover Stewart stuff. Now, all of a sudden, Grover Stewart is going to be out six games. So you take away one of the more important pieces defensively, and you watch the team that really, again, in times that mattered, would be able to move the football that much and had a quarterback that threw it away three times and fumbled it once and had the worst game that we have seen. I'm assuming we have seen. We've seen a very uh, small sample size, but uh, it'd be hard to believe that he played any worse any other time in his career in situations like that than Gardner Minshew played this past Sunday. And then you factor in the fact that you've got this Cleveland team where it's not about talking up their offense. I mean, you, you match these two offenses up, and it's almost like you feel as if the Colts would have a fighting chance. But it's all going to come down to whether or not the Colts are going to be able to move and sustain drives defensively. That is what it's going to come down to. And that's why, if you're apprehensive, that's with good reason. Because of what you saw last Sunday and because of what the Browns have given you so far, and by the way, Cleveland is in a dogfight of their own within the AFC North, and it, it's almost like it's uh, the opposite of what we see in the AFC South. I mean, the AFC South, you know, right now, everybody's trying to track down, going to run down Jacksonville, but at the same time, you know, not everybody is, you know, very far away from one another within that division, but you've got 
thinking as we move forward, we'll see if Pittsburgh gets it into gear even more so than they are right now. And then Baltimore and then Cincinnati, probably not so much Pittsburgh, but you would expect the Browns and the Ravens and the Bengals, who look to be back in gear right now, to be significant, play those significant roles in the playoff picture as we move forward. So we shall see. We got a lot more to talk about. Those that participated in practice today, um, those that did not, the concussion pro or concussion protocol situation for Kylan Granson. We'll go over that coming up a little bit later on too. Uh, didn't affect the playing time of Mo Alley Cox as we saw last week. But for the most part, if you go through concussion protocol, the numbers would suggest you're going to miss that next week. We shall see. Oh, Braden Smith, I think, set out a little bit earlier today. We got a lot to discuss. And also in terms of the quarterback position, more regarding Anthony Richardson, as I talked about yesterday. And again, I prepared you for that. It is going to be, for the most part, at the top of the list of most conversations to be had regarding the Colts for the next year. It is going to drive you nuts. And that is why it would be so nice for all of us for all of us to be able to take a break and to see this Colts team play in a fashion in which they're competitive so we don't have to start this crappy dialogue right now. Believe me, I know. I don't want to start it, but if the Colts have a downward slide, which again, you look at the teams they're matched up with, there's nothing overwhelming on paper whatsoever. But if the Colts don't give you that, and then ultimately we're forced into, well, what if next year and what can they be next year? That is going to be problematic for everybody. That's going to wear me and that's going to wear you out fairly instantaneously. All right, we'll get back to that coming up in a minute as well. The NCAA investigating Michigan and the football program for sign stealing. There's nothing more Jim Harbaugh in Michigan, I guess, in this case, right? Seems like that they're always trying to track him down. And this is the latest with sign stealing. And for those of you that have dropped it, I, I've seen this a number of times. You know, clearly that is why... Michigan put up 52 unanswered last week against IU because they had all the signs. Uh, believe me, that played no role whatsoever in that, but it is kind of funny in the situation in which IU football is in right now and certainly compared that to Michigan. It's like Michigan's got something every day. Every day they come up with something else uh, to try to track down, try to punish Michigan on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, getting somebody out there and trying to observe practice. I saw the Dan Wetzel from Yahoo Sports article on that. If you guys want to get up to date on it, he's a perfect resource for it at yahoosports.com. And Dan Wetzel on Twitter. So that's the latest collegiately. I mentioned the whole baseball going on later on tonight. And a lot more for you. Free spirit in Castleton. Let's welcome back to the show for week seven of our NFL season and our Larceny Bourbon Locks and Luna Azul Tequila Shots. It is our betting analyst, Brent Halverson. Again, it's Old Fashioned Week. It is Elijah Craig Old Fashioned Week, John. Yep. Started uh, the 13th of October, runs through the 22nd. So uh, we've got about 160 accounts out there signed up all across That's the That's an outstanding uh, old fashioned that you gave me right here, too. Isn't Let that me good? tell you. Good. I tell you, Michelle, Michelle, the wonderful, beautiful Michelle here at Free Spirit will make you mm. any kind of a great sample, if you will. There's uh, nothing. When you us. taste, uh, when you get some cherry on that palate, that 
I'm telling you what, there's something a little special about that. You know, it's one of the best and and, and longest tenured classic cocktails out there. And uh, and again, with Elijah Craig, it is uh, it makes for a great, great uh, afternoon, John. So looking forward to celebrating old fashioned week with you today. Oh, yes. Free spirit style. And we got Ryan Nally back. with He's us back. Today. How about that? Look at Renz is in the house, too, with Nally right Renz here. Too. We got I mean, two legends. It's building up right here, my mm. friend. It is building up. Looking forward to it. All right. So we're going to get into a lot of things, including tonight's Thursday night, which is not bad. Not bad. I mean, normally we get the crap all over the Thursday night game. But for Colts fans, you know, we'll see. Trevor Lawrence is going to go through a little run through before the game. They're going to see if he's played. That, that injury situation against the Colts on Sunday probably came along for Jacksonville at the worst time possible in an incredibly short week. But we'll see if he gets the opportunity to play or if we see what C.J. Beathard coming up later on tonight, I believe, too, against the New Orleans team that at some points they don't look the best, but just kind of grind it away, right? With Dennis Allen, their head coach, kind of grind it away. And at the beginning stages of the season through now, what we're going into week number seven, you can't ride them off, competitively speaking. The New Orleans Saints, a team that we're obviously going to see around here relatively soon. And their defense is really what's holding them There's in. No right? doubt. And it should is, because that's the coach's lean right their there. Their defense yep. is stout. You know, I, I don't know that uh, David Carr has kind of lived up to what they thought they were going to get out of him yet. But, uh, you know, they are uh, they get Jamal Williams back tonight from IR, so that'll be a little bit uh, boost to their running game to go back there with Kamara. And uh, from what I'm just seeing here, John, it looks like Trevor is going to play tonight. So, uh, it's uh, you know, I think it'll be a good matchup. I mean, the uh, you know, the Jaguars, they've uh, they've silently been putting up some numbers on offense, too. You know, I mean, they're like the uh, yeah. what, the eighth best score and highest scoring team in the NFL. So we could have a good battle here, but I think it's going to come down to defenses. I kind of like the under a lot in this game. Um, I think it'll be something somewhat similar close. But uh, right now, sitting at New Orleans, fav- New Orleans Saints are favored by two to start off. What is funny about Jacksonville last week is they, they were not overwhelmingly great by any stretch. With the way they played against the Colts, it was the Colts that led by the quarterback play and the three interceptions and the fumble just basically handed it over. I mean, he never really felt like the Colts were going to be in that deep of a competition there, but it was just one of those Sundays that we have become all too familiar with that was just an absolute crap fest. Yeah. For the Colts, and it really wasn't Jacksonville going, hey, you know what? We are going to exert our will over this Colts team. They're not even in our league. It was more like, well, here comes Gardner Minshew off his back foot, pick, off his back foot, pick, off his back foot, pick, uh, strip sack, fumble, and that's what's going to lose you the game, and that ultimately lost the Colts the game, and, and now has everybody around here with the Anthony Richardson news doubting more so than we have heard so far, and, and that kind of is the description right now. There was once a, hey, best backup quarterback in the NFL. He can still win this team games. To now everybody, even the hardcore Colts fans, are wondering if this guy's going to be able to move the football against this Browns D on Sunday, Brent. Yeah, he had a, he had a rough day out there. I mean, like I said, I think three picks, uh, a couple, and there's five total turnovers, and it's tough for any team to come back versus that, right? So, um, you know, I think that uh, – He's got a good week of practice in under him again. Uh, you're going to go up against a stout Cleveland Brown defense, though, so that's going to be the thing. Still a little over a thousand yards given up this year. That's not bad. That's not bad at Take all. It. I mean, they've, they've, yeah, absolutely. And, and you know, I think the big question mark on that game is really Deshaun Watson talking about that mm-hmm. Cleveland Colts game, John. You know, there's a lot of these injuries this year. I mean, it is tough to to pick through 
uh, gambling-wise, fantasy football-wise. I mean, there's a lot of stuff going on out there, and you just don't know until 90, 90 minutes before the game in most cases. And let me tell you this. This is not trying to make an excuse for us whatsoever because we'll go over our numbers. Brent keeps tabs on it, and we tell you exactly how good or crappy we are on a weekly basis. But it does make it more difficult when we do it on Thursday. Absolutely. Because not only are we doing this now before even Thursday's game gets here, but we're going to do it before a lot of the definitive answers for the weekend happens late on Friday afternoon. So it does make it more difficult. I mean, hell, think about this a couple of weeks ago. It was like, you know, yeah, the Colts and we were all excited and then they were going to miss like 900, you know, offensive linemen or something. I mean, it's just it, it just kind of happens that way when you pick on Thursday. But honestly, we would we would not have this challenge be taken any other way. Absolutely not. You know, it gives us a good chance to talk through it. Right. And, and, and everybody out there and everybody that is uh, in the gambling yeah. world. You know, wait until you see what's going on. You know, that is a big key, like you mentioned, John, until you're going to hear some stuff come up tomorrow. You're going to hear some stuff. And then again, a lot of it, uh, coaches are playing those uh, little magic games where it's 90 minutes before. That's when they have to have have it determined. And uh, when those come out, they definitely change. You'll see some reflections in the lines. I think I think Vegas knows before the uh, uh, the actual players know themselves that they're no going doubt. because you'll see a line move like that Jacksonville game. It was at four, went down to two. That told me that Trevor's probably yeah. going to play, and then we kind of see that coming through right now. But again, until thirty minutes before the game tonight, we'll uh, get that. Uh, uh, 100% truth if he is or not. This is our Larceny Bourbon Locks and Luna's Old Tequila Shots. And again, if you're watching, listening, participating, you see Brent in the background right there. You see me on the forefront of this show uh, via the Windschuler's Lounge YouTube Live. This is the sample category right here. Like when I talk about samples all the time, this would be it for you. We'd love to have you join us out here. And certainly if you're joining us inside the lounge, that's fantastic. The stream, the app, HD radio and 93.5 and 107.5 The Fan. Now, Week seven, that's where we are. We've gone through six weeks. How did we do last week? It didn't feel like that I had a good week. I had a good week the week prior. I talked some blank about it, and I knew because karma definitely lives here. It lives with me. I know that if I, most of the time, if I'm talking some junk, it's going to bite me in the ass at some point. And I mean, not too far in the future. At some point, it's going to bite me. I wondered if it did last week. Hey, you still came out on top, above 500, John, last week. So you came out at eight and six. Eight and I'll take two games above 500 two for the 16. Two games 16. above right there. And then I was, uh, I, was, I was 500 on the dot, seven and seven. And I had a great early, early day last week. I was feeling good, won a bunch of money in the early slate. Yep. And then it took a turn for the worse. We had a lot of those big upsets, uh, Philly losing, San Fran losing outright, right? And yes. Had a lot of those just money line and or teased uh, to get those uh, key numbers down, but uh, yeah, that went uh, went south quickly. So yeah, you're uh, you're above 500 for the year, and I'm huddling right around it. So, so where am I right now? You are 47, 41, and three. 47, 41, and three. All right, well, I'm going to get to yours in a second. I'm going to ask the audience out there: 47, 41, and three. Would you, if you were a better a wagerer out there, would you take, given my results? And that resume, my advice. Would you take my advice on that? Or would you go to somebody else? Like, you know, oftentimes on the weekends, you hear all these loudmouth guys from the East Coast that are talking about how they never miss, never miss whatsoever. And we used to have one on the show all the time. Uh, and he always would pop up 
on the show on a Friday calling in from Medellin, Colombia. And while we always thought that that was a little strange, a little bit odd, it was always kind of a wrinkle that we felt was cool. But would you take that advice? Would you, the betting analyst, take the advice of somebody that so far this year is above 500 like that? You know, John, you're, you're making money if you're above 52%. Okay. You've got to factor in that juice, right? Yeah. So, and you are, I was actually trying to pull this up, what that true percentage is, um, but you are, you're right above it. And again, if you look at your, your last couple of weeks, you know, last week you went nine and five. I mean, you're making money there. And that's good. That's good right there. That's like the Jimmy, the Greek and Pete Axtelm had a baby. Yeah, right. Yeah. From the eighties, seventies and eighties coming right out there and had me as their baby. Yes. <laughs> and you're and you're better looking than both. Yeah, there's there, no so. doubt about that. Very, a lot more hair, too. But so I'll, I'll take that. Yep. Fell back a little bit, but maintained. Which maintained. Is maintained. Again, anything over 52 percent, you're doing all right. So and again, we're seeing a lot of what's happening with these teams they are starting to separate a little bit. However, you got a couple hiccups in the road come along like that San Francisco game getting yep. beat by Cleveland. That's Philly getting beat by the Jets. Another one that stunk. I mean, those are tough yep. games right there, right? Those are things. Those are games that you really think you got locked in and. And, you know, uh, speaking of locked in, that's the one thing I hit pretty good last week. Larceny Lock was uh, uh, Miami Dolphins. They came through, you know, and then your Larceny Lock went down last week, John. So, uh, yeah, uh, you had what was that pick that you had last week? What was it? It was lock? stupid. Yeah. It, it, and you called it was stupid when you said, oh, Tampa Bay. Yeah. Oh, man. Detroit. They got absolutely crapped on. They did. Yes. And, <laughs> and I, you know, I I'm looking ahead this week and I look at them for a being crapped on bounce back. Right. I think they're going to clean themselves up and get off the proverbial turf mat. That's what I'm thinking this week right now sitting here. But yes, that was Tampa Bay and Detroit last week. It was Tampa Bay. That did was, I really locked that up you last locked week? That one up. How Maybe many old you, fashions did I have last week? You didn't week? have any. Maybe it was a problem. You know, this, today, you've got some good uh, liquid juice here that's going to give a little knowledge, right? So uh, yes. it's all about the Elijah Craig old fashions to kick off old fashioned week. I love that, too. Hey, we're live at the Free Spirit. We would love to have you here. And as we take a break, we'll come back with Brent. We've got our selections for week seven coming up at the top of the hour. Spiro Ditas of CBS is going to join us. He's got the game again on Sunday. He joins at 4.30. Mike Chappell is going to be here coming up at the 5 o'clock hour. But I did want to give a shout-out to our often-caller, Daryl. James, you remember Daryl, right? Of course I do. Let me know when Daryl calls in, because I've had a special request. Daryl called in yesterday and absolutely nailed that game three between the Astros and the Rangers. He nailed it. And I had a listener say, hey, can you get Daryl to call back up before these two league championship games today and tonight and give his selections because evidently the guy that got a hold of me made some money off of Daryl's picks. And that had to do, if you remember, James, with Max Scherzer and, and, and the Astros over the Rangers last night. But Daryl was 100% on target. So, Daryl, if you're out there, James, let me know when he calls in at 239-1070. We'll make sure we give our listening audience what they want in this case. And they want to be on a little bit of a run. So, Daryl, call in with your championship series calls for this afternoon and tonight whenever you can over the course of the afternoon. Brent Halverson rejoins in a second. It is old-fashioned week with Elijah Craig going on, and you can take full advantage of this with our samples right now 
at the Free Spirit in Castleton. Inside the lounge via YouTube Live, the Winshuler Spreadable Cheeses Lounge available at Meyer and Kroger locations here in central Indiana. The stream, the app, HD Radio, 93.5107.5. The fan, don't go anywhere. Life is full of things to manage. Your work, your family, your plans, and your treatment. Consider Kesimpta, Ofatumumab 20 milligram injection. You can take it yourself from the comfort of home. If you're ready for something different, ask your healthcare provider about Kesimpta and check out the details at kesimpta.com. Brought to you by Novartis Pharmaceuticals Corporation. Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. The Ride with JMV. I fart in your general direction. Your mother was a hamster and your father smelt of elderberry. 93.5 and 107.5. The Fan. Hey, we're at the Free Spirit. I'm looking for you. If you're watching via the Winshuler Spreadable Cheeses Lounge YouTube Live, there's the sample right here. It is Old Fashioned Week with Elijah Craig. Mm. I'm going to tell you what, if you put that little straw in that old-fashioned right next to the cherry, stop giggling, the taste is supreme right here. Come up here and grab your sample. Again, Castleton is our location. Right across from Costco, it is the free spirit. Now he's going to join us. We're going to do our picks coming up for Larcity Bourbon Locks and Luna Zool Tequila Shots Week 7, top of the hour. Spiro Ditas of CBS, Mike Chappell still to come. Margaret is here from Teacher's Treasures, too, and apparently I have fallen behind. Am I painstakingly behind right here in likes? Do you guys need, like, a halfway nude picture of me or something like that up there to get more likes? Me me and my grape smugglers? Uh, I'm just wanting to know how, how I can help this situation out to get more likes. On the Andy Moore Automotive Group hotline, not too far away, less than a week now in counting from the start of the Pacers season. And uh, Tony East is joining us now regarding that. Uh, Cleveland, obviously, Tony, coming up tomorrow night, that final preseason game. And then the matchup with the Wiz to start the season on Wednesday. I, I mentioned this to Chris Denary yesterday. Like, I want their defense to get better, and I cry and whine about their perimeter defense all the time. And I expect it to be better. I just don't expect it to be that much better. Thus, I don't think at all they can hit a bump in terms of their offense. Remember, they were scoring at a high clip, especially at the end of the year last year. I think that is a level they have to maintain, meaning I think they more have to get the defense up but keep that offense to where it is right now to get better, or at least in the category, I believe they can be better this year. What would you say to that? I agree. And the, the tricky part about it for them, you know, and, I, and my, it's like, wow, the transition, right? Love to run, get out. They even had a bucket against uh, someone. They were hot. And then Tyrese Halbert immediately up the top and like, in transition on mate anytime in. Well, the key part of getting into transition scoring is getting a stop, right? Hey, I, 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 hey, Tony, hold on one second. James, Tony's kind of cutting out. 
And I really, and I know people listening right want to hear his information um, as a whole here. So see if we can't get a better line for Tony. That's just not workable. I don't want Tony to say stuff that people don't hear. So tell me whenever Tony gets back here. I, I was getting like every third word. And I, listen, I think this aspect of this Pacers season at the beginning especially, but then as we, we get through it, is is important because certainly offense at a high level is important to the NBA and they need to play better defense. But I just don't think that they're going to get that much better defensively on the perimeter to make up that type of ground. I just don't want to see them lose ground offensively. And that has always been my worry considering the amount of clock that Buddy Heald, for example, will get and how he does off the bench, you know, and what they add to that starting lineup and, and how how rotationally speaking that group can put up numbers. The, the one thing about Obi Toppin, we'll get to that coming up in a minute, my thoughts on Obi Toppin, but uh, Tony Eastry joins us right now. I'm sorry, Tony, I want to make sure everybody heard what you had to say about this because <laughs> to start the season and then as we move forward, I think this is going to be something we're going to lean on and talk about all the time because defensively, do I think they're going to get better on the perimeter? Yes. I just don't think it's going to be that much better thus the offense has to maintain if not even increase a little bit do they have the personnel to be able to do that in your estimation uh that you know bruce brown will make them default a little better on the perimeter the thing that i think they're hoping for is these schematic changes can really help them out there right they're, they're working a lot on one-on-one defense a lot on how they're going to defend pick and rolls and you know your, your guy miles turner is going to be back there to help around the rim so the hope is that the perimeter defensive stops can help and they can get those stops and run in transition and be that team they were last year. But yeah, you know, there is a cap to what your offense can be. If you are really transition heavy, right. You have to score in the half court to take a big step forward. So they have to kind of be better on both ends to take a big step forward. Right. They got a lot of the easy buckets down last year. Tyrese Halliburton's a wizard, but they've got to improve the perimeter D and it'll really help their offense too, because of what they're already good at in terms of scoring in the open floor. Uh, here's Tony East joining us talking Pacers on the Andy Moore Automotive Group hotline. Uh, so I have mentioned, I believe that they're going to thank you very much. I picked them to go 10 better than a year ago, which is 20 better than two years ago. Is that, as I like to say, a little too robust, or is that in the neighborhood in which you, you have a belief for this team this year? That's a tiny robust for what I think, um, but I don't think that's crazy. I think they're going to be about a 500 team this year. Um, But that is, you know, just that I don't know that they can get out of the bottom 10 in defense. Like we just said, I think their offense is going to be so good. And Halliburton's fantastic. And maybe I'm overshooting it or undershooting it a bit, but, you know, they were 500 in games Halliburton played last year. They were over 500 when Halliburton and Turner played. Like there's a lot of easy ways for them to be a lot better, but they're still going to have some warts. They're still a young team. They're still figuring out some fit stuff. Like they're not, I don't know if they're ready for like a huge step forward, but that said, there's a lot more ways their season goes really well than ways it goes really poorly. And the ways it goes really poorly are just injuries. You can't predict that, but there's a lot of stuff that is more predictable or at least conventional in sports and improvement, like a young guy getting better or someone just taking a huge skill jump forward that are possible for this team. And they have two new additions at Toppin and Brown who are good. So, I think there are more ways that they improve by 10 wins than ways that they really sputter and don't reach expectations, at least this year. So I don't think 45 is out of the question, but it's a little risky. So 
Tony, will Obi Toppin add a great deal of depth offensively to this team, or will it hurt his offensive game because he's no longer playing against the Pacers? <laughs> That's right. I think like half of his points last season came against the Pacers. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Uh, <laughs> I think that he'll be very additive most on offense, mostly because his the stuff he's the best at is what they're already really good at, right? So, you know, the, the, the like his first bucket that came from Tyree Talbert on Monday – like I said, it was off a make, right? The, the Hawks scored, and the Pacers just threw it ahead and scored. Obi Toppin was wide open for a dunk. Like, that's not a usual play to see, but he's so athletic for his size and is strong enough to, like, when someone is muscling with him in the open floor, he just gets the ball. So that's going to pair really well with how they want to play. I think you already saw his screen and roll game create opportunities for others. Like, Miles Turner was really benefiting from it. Halliburton, of course, is a whiz of passing. So together they're going to be really good. I'll be curious how much like his shooting and, and stuff like that really takes off for this team because that will kind of really be important for his fit with their starting lineup. But in general, I think the fact that the stuff he's so good at is what the Pacers are good at is going to make him look pretty good on offense. I think the questions, and we talked about this a lot at practice today with him and Rick Carla, are going to be can he defend and can he rebound because that will define a lot about what he does this year and how often they play him. Tony East, who joins us, as always covering the Pacers, kind enough on the Andy Moore Automotive Group hotline. Uh, as far as Buddy Heels minutes, so coming off the bench, I still maintain that his his prowess, in, even when he doesn't have the ball, is scramble mode. I, I heard that that Rick was on, Rick Carlisle was on with uh, Kevin and uh, and Andy Sweeney, this I think earlier this week in the morning, and had had talked about how in this era, Tony of the NBA, and when you get kind of all wound up rotationally speaking on defense, that every team's going to make you pay because everybody's too talented. And I always thought that's what Buddy Hill brings to the table against other defenses is the fact you always have to tag him, you always have to know where he is, regardless of if he has the ball or not. And that leads to miscommunication and malfunction on defensive rotations and easier shots from others. I'm just kind of curious how they will maintain his minutes with him coming off the bench. Yeah, there's a lot of talk with the Pacers and how they play random in a good way about how Tyrese Halbert is so important to all of that. But it's always Buddy Heald, right? Like, he is so good at those fake screens to start possessions and deciding which way he's going to cut away from the play and deciding when he's going to cut uh, or what he's going to do with the ball. Like he had nine assists in one of their preseason games. He's a decent enough ball handler. So he's really good at that stuff. And the reason that's important is it forces the defense to be reactive, right? They can't just set the tone. The Pacers are setting the tone or Buddy Heald setting the tone and the other teams reacting to it. And that's why the Pacers offense was so good with them out there last year. There's a lot of defensive questions with him, which will dictate his minutes, certainly. But you know, he, he is one of their more talented players, and he pairs very well with their best player. And it's not a secret that, you know, that the lineup he was in on on Monday, it was the starters, except Bruce Brown was out and Buddy Heald was in. And they destroyed the Hawks for four minutes, like 17 to 6. They were awesome on both ends, and Heald was a big part of that. So as much as it seems like Matherin's going to have a very critical season, and he is, and his playing time and his fit with Halbert is really important, They've got to try to get Buddy Heald out there with Hal Burton as much as they can because he also is important in all those ways you described and forcing the defense to react and make plays and spread out. And that's really important. So I think he's going to be definitely the sixth man and playing quite a bit. The question is, is it 22 minutes? Is it closer to 30 minutes? Is, our Mather, is Matherin so good that it's less than that? Like, There's going to be a lot of questions about how much it is, but in the preseason there's been 
no question that he's still important and still helps our best groups. It's, uh, Tony East who joins us. How much better in this preseason so far? People are talking about Jalen Smith. What have you seen out of him? Because for the most part, people are you know, really surprised and, and thrilled with his play during the preseason to this point. What have you seen? Yeah, definitely important that someone would step up in this preseason as the backup five. They're still trying to figure out who that's going to be. And given what we could see so far, I mean, he's definitely the guy who's earned the backup five minutes if the season started tomorrow, you know. He, he was the third center in their first two preseason games, but he was great. He didn't miss a shot at Houston. He's made both of his threes I think he's taken in the preseason. And the thing he's always been the best at, among their young bigs at least, is he's their best rebounding big. Daniel Tice is probably a little better than him at that, but he's also older. So Smith take, maintaining that kind of force while you know, being a little bit better of a play finisher, at least so far in the preseason, has made him look really sharp. Like his shot's falling, he's moving well, he's defending well, and he cleans up the misses, which they need to play they want to play. So I think that's been really good. I talked to Miles Turner about it today. He said he just thinks Jalen Smith's more confident, which was something that was actually pretty important for Turner early in his career too. And I think if, if Jalen can you know, keep that confidence going into the season and, and hold on to this backup center spot, like he looks pretty good and he might be the best fit with that group of any of their backup bigs, but he has kind of had waxing and waning effectiveness in the past. So it might be too early to say anything for certain. But right now I think he's, he's the leader for their backup center spot. He's had a great preseason. Tony, before I let you go, quickly tell me, what are you most excited about seeing from this team, either from the old guard that's been around here for a while or some of the new faces on this roster? I think they're just going to be like a highlight reel, like every game, uh, because they have so many good shooters and they have so many athletic guys who can finish plays around the basket. Like, they, I mean, how many times did they dunk two seasons ago the whole season, JMB? Like eight the whole yeah. season? That's a, you know, That's an exaggeration a little bit. But, you know, this year's team has – athleticism up and down and good shooting everywhere. And they're going to be a highlight package. It's going to be a joy to see how that all translates. And their defense is is certainly going to lead to some highlights for the other team. They're going to have to be good on that end of the floor if they want to be as good as they hope to be. But they're going to be an absolute blast to watch in terms of the fun basketball plays that, that everybody likes to see on social media. He is on the Pacer beat uh, at SI Pacers at Forbes Sports at WTHR at Locked On Pacers at Next Hoops. I think he does absolutely everything. Tony East is just a fantastic resource for you, for us, for this show, and we appreciate you jumping on here, and uh, we'll talk about it for real coming up next week, Tony. Thank you. You got it. Thanks for having me. So Tony East on the Andy Moore Automotive Group Hotline, Larceny Bourbon Locks, Luna's Will Tequila Shots, Free Spirit in Castleton, Brent Halverson rejoins. I do have to take a break, our betting analyst here, but we're right across from Costco. Sorry about that, Cam. There you go. There you go. Right across from Costco and uh, in between the Castle Square Mall here at the Free Spirit. So come up and join us. We've got Elijah Craig Old Fashioned Week. Michelle, the lovely Michelle is making Michelle is great awesome. old fashions. It's a fantastic old fashioned. Fantastic old fashioned. And we've got uh, several um, Heaven Hill brands under the umbrella, uh, all located here at the Free Spirit. We'd love to get you to see. I feel like I'm in some kind of you know, black and white old school sitcom like Andy Griffith right here. It's like. Me and you, we're Barney and Andy, and we've just gone to the big city. Hey, let's. Uh, we're let's, having an old fashioned. Let's right do it now. right, my friend. Old fashioned. That's right. Brent Halverson, top of the hour. Ryan Nally joins us for our week seven selections our Larceny Bourbon Locks, Luna's Oil Tequila Shots, and Castleton Day at the Free Spirit. Come and join us. And if you can't, you know what? We'll be sad. But you can check us out online inside the Windshield Spreadable Cheeses Lounge, YouTube Live, 93.5, 107.5 The Fan. 
Life is full of things to manage. Your work, your family, your plans, and your treatment. Consider Kesimpta, Ofatumumab 20 milligram injection. You can take it yourself from the comfort of home. If you're ready for something different, ask your healthcare provider about Kesimpta and check out the details at kesimpta.com. Brought to you by Novartis Pharmaceuticals Corporation. Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. The Ride with JMV. You take drugs, Danny? Every day. Good. So what's the problem? I don't know. 93.5 and 107.5. The Fan. Hey, this show is live at the Free Spirit. We're in Castleton, across from Costco. Tony East talked paces a little bit earlier. Lounge via YouTube Live. Win Schuler's spreadability. Uh, spreadability, see? Uh-oh. Hold on. <laughs> Where's the coffee? Um, Winshuler's spreadability is what we're talking about. Winshuler's spreadable cheese is the official sponsor. Inside the lounge via YouTube Live, it is uh, Brent Halverson, our betting analyst, and we're going to fire up the Nally train coming up in a minute from what I hear, correct? It's going to be good to have him back. You it know, it's good. Been, we're in week seven. We haven't had a Nally sighting yet, and, and, right. and we're fortunate uh, he had a little uh, bump in the road, if you will, and uh, <laughs> he's getting on the mend, and he is back with us today, John. He will be back with us coming up in the 4 o'clock hour. I want you to join and listen if you want to win, evidently. Uh, see, I'm talking junk right here. Ooh, now. It's going to bite me. I know, man. Karma. Karma is just ridiculous on me. If I talk junk, like when I do basketball-wise, I blow out a knee or something like that. Like, hey, yeah, you know. And that's why I, when, when, I, when I talk junk playing basketball – I yell short and stuff like it's not going to go in, and then it goes in. And it's like the reversing what could happen with karma. So Absolutely. We'll do that with Brent. Nally's going to join us on the other side. You can as well. Free Spirit in Castleton. Larceny Bourbon Locks, Luna Azul, Tequila Shots. Week 7, straight at you next. Life is full of things to manage. Your work, your family, your plans, and your treatment. Consider Kesimpta. Ofatumumab 20 milligram injection. You can take it yourself from the comfort of home. If you're ready for something different, ask your healthcare provider about Kesimpta and check out the details at kesimpta.com. Brought to you by Novartis Pharmaceuticals Corporation. Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. The Ride with JMV. Have you ever killed anyone? Yeah, but they were all bad. 93.5 and 107.5. The Fan. This, ladies and gentlemen, is a Larceny Bourbon Locks and Luna's Dual Tequila Shots from the Free Spirit in Castleton. You know, honestly, all that's missing right now is you. All that's missing is you. I've got, in honor of Old Fashioned Week here, I've got a fantastically put-together, constructed, mixed... The mixology 
Now, what's I'm sorry. What's her, what's her name? Michelle, the beautiful, sweet Michelle. Awesome, the Michelle. My Michelle. That's a Guns N' Roses song right there. My Michelle. Want me to sing it, it to her? Please do, John. I'd uh, like to hear that. Bad news right there. <laughs> but no, seriously, we're celebrating Old Fashioned Week, and uh, this is awesome with Elijah Craig. We're doing our Week Seven Larceny Bourbon Locks and Luna Azul Tequila Shots. As I was looking here, and by the way, Brent Halverson, betting analyst. And before we dive into this, let's welcome back. One Ryan Nally, oh, how once again, is back with us, everybody. Nally's in the house, baby. Come on now. Thank you. Come on now. Glad to be back, man. I missed you guys. Yeah. I really Mutual. did. I think I've missed you now at two, two different other times. Yes. I'm just glad to be back on the, back on the scene, on the mend. Yeah. How long have you been down? Uh, two months, roughly. Really? Yeah. I don't think I haven't been not betting though and analyzing things. <laughs> Listen, we know you too well. That degenerate, that to believe de- otherwise. being a degenerate doesn't just leave. <laughs> By the way, um, he's got I can feel it in my plums. He's got a eastbound and down Ashley Schaefer BMW <laughs> quote right there that uh, you got me quoting, especially that particular episode. Oh, I mean, yeah. I'm doing Ashley Schaefer and going into my. You know, Gabriel's son, Donna, (laughs) let's let him watch. Let's let him watch what's being consecrated here. So what a great episode. One of the great all-time episodes of anything right there. And I've had those guys on before. And I had Steve Little, who played Stevie Janowski, on. Oh, yeah. Uh, This is probably going back. If you guys have been on the show long term, this probably goes back, uh, what, 12, 13, something like that. And he talked about in a scene, it's when, you know, they were down in Mexico. If you remember that, and yeah. he's bounded down. They were down yeah. in Mexico. Kenny Powers was playing in Mexico. The Mexican and he was, League. Yeah, he was shooting a scene where he was kind of naked, and uh, his, his satchel was in the shot, and they had to reshoot it because his satchel was in the shot. <laughs> <laughs> it's really one of the great quotes of all time. And I don't know if it's around here any longer, but one of the great quotes – of all time. All right, we'll get past that and get to week number seven. By the way, uh, you, you guys both have your readers on, I see over there. Who is good? I need to go get my vision checked here because I think I'm struggling. Where can I go to get my vision checked? Any, any ideas? I got a My Eye Doctor over in Geister. Right my Eye Landing. Doctor? Oh, yeah, they're great. Do you, do you do anything LASIK like that? LASIK 2020. Think LASIK 2020? You can't beat it. I've got to get my vision checked and got to get it checked in a big way because I'm struggling right here. Do you have a backup pair of I readers? I have a backup pair. Hold on. Man. Let's check. I'm I'm, I'm struggling. I can I can see. Now the LASIK, the LASIK's but amazing, but the, I yeah. still got to wear. I still got to wear the. Yeah, it's a, it's a bit of a I'm struggle still, right I'm there. Basically fifty now. So. That's okay, man. I think I can handle it right here, Brent. So. I made. I tried to make the print, print bigger. No, yo, no, no, it's 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 bigger. I just think my vision's getting worse. That's it why is, I didn't John. get this checked. I can't happens? I can't consistently drain thirty foot jumpers if my vision is going to yeah. be hijacked at all. Right? Yeah, that's tough. Clear that's vision tough. right how, there. Yeah, how are you going to beat those eighth graders? Exactly. <laughs> I mean, they're younger than me. They, they just, post keep, up on they just keep getting younger, and I stay the same age. Well, you keep, right uh, you, the age isn't going to change. It's just going to keep going up. You're going to have to yeah, go you. in the post. Nally, dude. Nally, I'm so struggling with uh, my age right now. So I get out there and do things and go, hey, I used to be able to do this. I can't now. That sucks. All right, you guys ready to go? Absolutely. Hey, you ready to cue the band back there, James? We, we got our missing, week seven. We are missing Miller home with the flu. Oh, Ryan Miller's Ryan got Miller. the flu. Sorry to miss you, buddy. Well, I'll make sure I make up in a big way for Ryan Miller home with the, with the flu right here. Our Larceny Bourbon Locks, Luna Azul Tequila Shots. Week number seven of the NFL, everybody. Let's start tonight. Let's do it. Jacksonville and New Orleans as we start week seven. Uh, that is in New Orleans this evening. Two-point favorites are the homestanding Saints. I'm going to lay the two 
And Brent, give me New Orleans at home this evening. What do you got, big fella? You know, I think with uh, Trevor Lawrence, it looks like he is going to play. And that, that to me, is killer, really what I want to see, right? So I think Jacksonville's been playing some good ball. They're, uh, they're eighth in the league in scoring. Uh, that's one thing that the Saints have not been able to do. But the Saints do have a great defense. I think this is a low-scoring game. I'm going to take those two points. I would buy it up to three. Give me the Jacksonville Jaguars to get the cover. What you got, Nelly? I'm taking Jacksonville Jaguars. They're hot right now. Trying to think, my uh, Larceny Bourbon lock of the week last week was the Lions losing on the road in Tampa Bay. So with that, the Lions screwed me along with the Buccaneers. Lions on the road in Baltimore, a much tougher task with the Ravens. Coming up this weekend, the Ravens three-point favorites. Man, there's just something. I, I think at some point the Ravens are going are going to get on a roll that may be unforeseen for some right now because I think that they are well-balanced both offensively and defensively, even though Lamar Jackson you know, is not the, the playoff type of championship quarterback that we have seen. I think this year is going to be a little bit different. Let's start that run. Lay the three. Give me the Ravens at home coming up this weekend, Brent. Yeah, this is a great game. This is one of the top two-tier games of the weekend for me to see is this game right here. Yeah. And then also that Dolphins-Philly game, right? Love Let's it. go back to this one. Detroit at Baltimore. Detroit is is they're they're five and one. They look great. Montgomery being out concerns me. I think that's a big key. And then you got Jared Goff outdoors. It could be some weather in Baltimore. That concerns me a little bit for him. I am going to actually join you here. And here's a stat, real quick, John. Nine out of the thirteen games we're going to go through today uh, are. Three-point spread or less. I know. I noticed Nine that, too. out of 13. We don't really have wild. any fat numbers out there whatsoever. We really don't. We with really that, don't. That seven and a half that we'll talk about a little bit later on with the Cardinals and the Seahawks about it. Absolutely. So this game here, I think it is going to be a low-scoring game as well. I think with Baltimore playing at home, I, I, again, hey, we love Detroit. Detroit's look great. I'm going to take the Baltimore Ravens, lay the three with you. Now, yeah, you know, Detroit is, is definitely one of the hotter teams right yes. now in the league and it, going against them, but I'm going to have to go against them this week. I'm going to take Ravens. Detroit outside, like like Halvey said, you know, you got golf being playing outside. You don't really know what the weather's going to be yet. It's it's looking looking questionable. Hey, guys, you know there's always a dork amongst us, right, that just goes with the <laughs> favorites? Speak, yeah, I was, on, I was yeah, just talking. That just, that just goes with the favorites here. Thanks. And I'm, I'm looking at what I put together here, and so far – Moving with the Raiders and the Bears, it looks as if I'm going to be three for three on picking favorites. That is so stinking lame. Raiders on the road versus the Bears this weekend. I'm going to lay the three and take the Raiders. Is Fields God. playing? I am that door. Fields is out, and yes. so is Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah. So you have the Aiden you do. O'Connell Bowl versus Tyson Badgett. you believe that? That is going to wow. be a, just and, an and, ugly mess. Yes, and I, I think the ugly mess... Goes to the Raiders, even though they're on the road. You know, I mean, they got Josh Jacobs. He looked decent, they, yep. but they got to have a guy that can get Devontae Adams the ball. That's where they've struggled. They got to feed that guy, and they have and not He was traded. He got two catches last week, and he apparently wants out. We got two guys that have been mentioned. Devontae Adams has been one. Jerry Judy, who sucks for the Broncos, has been another. Judy, I hear, might be coming here to Indianapolis. I, my listen, inside. Uh, let's get to that, too. We'll get because, to that, yeah. uh, no, and, I, and I want to because there's no way in the world. Uh, listen, I cry all the time about wanting wide receivers, but this guy stinks. He is stink, stank, and stunk. Is it a product he's of where he's nothing. at, John, or is it him? Because so he's a stud. Is this product going to get better with Gardner Minshew? Well, that would you know, it you. Know, how much it could be a building. That is, the, that is the key so point I, right I, there. I, I, I just don't know where Jerry Judy – 
at the trade deadline makes any sense whatsoever here. I'd love to have him as a Packer if he wants and to And that's not the old-fashioned talking. That's me talking. That's, well, you are yeah. old-fashioned. So. All right, where are we? So, yeah, I took the Raiders. You take what? Uh, I'm going to take uh, I'm gonna take the Bears. And the only reason I wouldn't, I wouldn't bet this game with your money, John, but uh, I'm going to take the Bears <laughs> for the fact that they're at home. They're getting a field goal. This might end up 3 nothing. I mean, this could be just an ugly game. I'll take the home team Bears plus three. Nally. Let me flip this quarter real quick. Yeah. Yeah, uh, for Lazzy, I'll go ahead. and hey, go it, with like, Aiden O'Connell right there, dude. Come no, on. it's a stinky game, man. I'm, for Lazzy, though, we're going to take his Raiders. All right, Bills and Patriots. Buffalo, the, the highest number this weekend is that eight-and-a-half-point favorite on the road, the Bills in Foxborough versus New, New England. And, again, the uh, – Evidently, the favorite-taking nerd. Hello, that's me. <laughs> we'll lay the eight and a half and take Buffalo. Yeah, you know, that, uh, that Buffalo game, they looked ugly last yeah. week. That was an ugly game against the Giants. And I tell you, I mean, they, they came back in the second half. They right. didn't win. They didn't cover. They didn't cover the tees. They didn't do anything well. I think they're going to bounce back here. Uh, give me Buffalo to go. New England just looks horrible. Uh, I think this is Belichick's swan song. He's out of there. He's done. Uh, they just don't have the firepower. I think Buffalo goes in and handles this one pretty easy. Buffalo lay the eight and a half. What do you got there, Nelly? I'm, I'm with Hobby. I think Bills kind of, they, they kind of laid, they won last week, but really did they win that game? They won it, but it was not a good show. It wasn't a good show I think at they all. bounce back and they put it, they lay the lumber on them. I mean, I'm supposed to like wide receivers and want them. Jerry Judy? I'm sorry, I can't get off that point I, right now. I'm I, with you. I don't know why in the world that makes any sense for Send him right to the now. Packers. Hey, we take him. I mean, they, they took on the practice squad, what, K.J. Hamler, who was a former Bronco a couple of weeks ago. Right? I think that's enough right here. I think that's enough of guys that just don't give you any numbers. <laughs> I, I don't know if I'm going to be able to get off that point or not. And normally, I love wide receivers, and I want them, just not in that case. Large City Bourbon Locks, Ludo Zul Tequila Shots, Week 7. It is the Commanders on the road at the Giants, two-and-a-half-point favorites on the road, Washington. I'm going to lay the two-and-a-half and be the favorite-taking dork in Week number 7. Give me the Washington Commanders. Brent. Yeah, this is another one of those games. They just, you know, those New York Giants, they, their defense looked good. Tyrod Taylor actually looked better to me than Daniel Jones. But Daniel Jones looks like he's going to be back. Uh, I, don't, I don't think that's enough. I really don't. Uh, I'm going to take the Sam Howell-led Washington Commanders. I'll lay the two-and-a-half with you, John. Nally, talk to us. Uh, this is my, actually, Lunazul Lock of the Week, Washington. Love it. Love it strong. Well, RC Bourbon Locks, Luna Azul Tequila Shots. Buccaneers just hosed me last weekend. That was my lock of the week. Failed miserably at the hands at home. Put all of your the eggs Detroit in that Lions. Baker Mayfield basket. Oh, no, what am I thinking? So, two and a half point favorites at home of the Buccaneers. Let's lay that two and a half because I'm a dork and take all the favorites. Lay the two and a half and the Buccaneers roll over the Falcons. This weekend, got to be kidding me. You know, another one of those kind of ruining ugly my games. I'm ruining everything right here. <laughs> but I think you're on this one, John. I think you're right. I think uh, again, you're under that field goal. Tampa Bay at home. Tampa Bay didn't pull it out for yeah. you on the lock last week. I think they're going to get it this week. I'll take Tampa Bay. Lay the two and a half. Nally, uh, I'm going to roll with Baker. Tampa Bay. Steelers and the Rams, SoFi Stadium, Southern California. There's going to be some kind of fight there, right? I mean, there's a fight at every stadium now. There's going to be a big one there because that place is going to be lousy with those urine yellow towels waving. So, you know, that's going to happen. And the Steelers aren't very good. The Rams are much better. They're three-point favorites at home. Uh, Give me that three. I should say lay that three and give me the Rams. Coming up this weekend, Brent. 
Yeah, it, it, this game here, again, the Steelers, you know, they've, they've had a little time to kind of recoup. I still haven't seen anything of their run game. Najee Harris looks yeah. horrible. Uh, they just don't have it all together there. I, I like the Rams. I do like the Rams. You got Cooper Cup back. You got Puka Nakua back there. I used to love George Pickens. And then all these nerds in fantasy football tell me to bench him. I can't count on that. Yeah, it's There's tough. There's no way I could take that Steeler team on the road. That's tough. Even with it their is tough. urine yellow towels being waved there. Even though the Rams are not going to have any home field advantage out there. But uh, I'm going to take the Rams. This is going to be kind of my uh, my big package game right here, John. So Big package Lunazool, game. I like Lunazool, that. Big plums, if you will, right? <laughs> big, big plums. Big package Lunazool game. Lunazool Tequila. <laughs> I wish I came up with that. Lunazool Tequila. Fantasy shot of the week on Zach Evans. Running back for the uh, Rams. He's going to come in and uh, fill in there. I think this kid's going to be good. I think, but again, they, what they've got with Cooper Cup, Puka Nakua, uh, Gerald Everett, I think they're too strong. So, which leads me to my larceny lock of the week is going to be on the uh, Los Angeles Rams as well. That's Lay beautiful. the three, LA Rams all the way. Nally. Rams, I think, are a team getting better every week. So, and like you said, Cooper Cup back. Yeah, Rams. Well, see, the Seahawks are seven and a half point favorites at home against the Cardinals, and the dork here is going to lay the seven and a half and take the Seahawks because he's got no real thought process going on here, evidently, this week. It's all the favorites all the time, Brent. You know, that so doesn't pan out in Vegas, John. They usually go about eight and eight, and sometimes they mess things oh, up I'm a little t- bit. I'm t- uh, telling you, man, it's just bound to screw me. It's bound it to screw you. But again, we're talking low lines, except for this game. This game's seven and a half, so you got that hook that is big. Here's the key on this game. Uh, we just we, we got to see who's going to be playing quarterback, right? Kyler Murray yep. is uh, he's not a he's practiced. He did a little limited practice yesterday. They've got until Sunday. They can uh, actually get him rostered on the field. He can be out there. I don't think he's going to play. I think it'll be next week. But keep an eye on that game. Again, this is a tough one with that hook. I will join you. I'll take Seattle. I would buy that half point all day long to get it to seven. Nally, AZ's a mess. They're, they're in, they were a mess to start the season. They're getting more of a mess with injuries. Definitely Seattle. Packers Broncos coming up in week number seven of our Larceny Bourbon Locks and Luna Zool Tequila Shots. For the first time, I am not going to take a favorite. The Packers are <laughs> one and a half point favorites at Mile High versus the Broncos. Give me that one and a half and also give me my Luna Zool Tequila Shot of the Week in fantasy football. Again, I have no idea really why I'm doing this, but I'm going to do it because I saw he got some carries last week. Got a little momentum. Jaleel McLaughlin, who actually is behind Javante Williams of the Broncos. I think Javante Williams is coming back from an injury, but he also got more carries than McLaughlin did last week. I I just think for some reason, when I threw my dart at the dartboard, it hit on Jaleel McLaughlin. That is my Lunazul Tequila fantasy football Shot of the week, Jaleel McLaughlin of the Denver Broncos. Brett Halverson. Well, I hate to hear that that's where you made the pivot to go to an underdog there, John. did pivot it. You took the home team who is 0-3 at home, the Denver Broncos. Denver Broncos. Very logical. With the worst worst defense in the NFL. (laughs) Uh, They're struggling. Hey, Green Bay has not looked good either. I can tell you watching that game firsthand in in Vegas a couple weeks ago. But they had the bye week. They're both coming off bye. So I tell you, I think Green Bay, I think they're going to get something together here. they got to get Jordan Love throwing that ball again. You got Aaron Jones. That's going to be the big key. That the hamstring should be kind of back on the mend. Aaron Jones plays. Packers take this game all day long. Give me Green Bay. Lay the one and a half. 
Get the cover. His name is Nally. I like the green. The first time all year I'm going to take the pack. Good for you. Man, they have I looked like awful. They're first not even time. fun to watch, are they? They weren't oh, very the fun to watch out there. Did you Did you have fun otherwise, though? I had a blast. I want to mint on going against him out there. I was talking on our group thread. Sure you did. Yeah. He was getting angry. You just feel it. Oh, the Chargers make me laugh. But you know what? The Chargers probably have a better chance on the road in that toilet known as Arrowhead Stadium coming up. This weekend, week number seven, Chargers and the Chiefs. The Chiefs are five-and-a-half-point favorites. However, you know, coming off that loss on Monday night to the Cowboys in their home, uh, SoFi Stadium, lay that five-and-a-half and take the Chiefs. Man, the, the Chargers, yeah, I can't say that. I, was good. I had a great analogy, but it was very sexually charged, and that would be bad. But that's what the Chargers are. If I could tell you, you would understand exactly what I was talking about. I right can here. read your mind, and I'm yes. with you. I do understand. It's that I'm over here counting FCC violations. The Chargers are a tease. Yeah. The Chargers are a tease. We got this guy quarterback. We got these wide receivers. We got this running back. We've got this guy coming off the edge. But we can't do anything. Every single year, somebody goes with them, and they fail miserably. Lay the five and a half. Give me the Chiefs at home this weekend. That's an easy call. Yeah, you know, Eckler's back for the Chargers, but I think you're right. The yeah. Chiefs have won five in a row. The Chiefs have not looked good, really, like the Chiefs that we think they are. They get McCall Hardman coming back, uh, traded over from the Jets. I that'll picked him up immediately, too, because be my fantasy team stinks. That'll be a piece yeah. that they need. I don't know how, how much of an impact he'll be this week. but uh, well, He's again, on my team, so he won't. Well, so, yeah. he, he won't. So, uh, Patrick Mahomes at home. Uh, I like this game a lot. I think Chiefs win by 10. Give me the Chiefs, lay the five and a half. Now? I'm going against the grain on this. I think Chargers have a bounce-back game, and... I'm not real impressed with the Chiefs so far this year. Yeah. Of our Larceny Bourbon Locks and Lunar Zool Tequila Shots, I have taken one underdog to this point. Now let's make it two. Two and a half point underdogs, the Dolphins on the road at the Eagles. The Eagles were less than impressive in going down in the fashion in which they did to the Jets. And the Dolphins are just like running up the scoreboard. You absolutely love it. So... I am going to take that two and a half, and I am going to lock this up. My Larceny Bourbon lock of the week will be the Dolphins on the road in Philly against the Eagles. Like, everybody in Philly is going to be paying attention. The Phillies. You care about the Phillies. Wherever they may be, they may be in the World Series by that point, right? But they're going to be caring about the Phillies. Those fans are going to be annoying as it is anyway. And the Dolphins are going to be the slot machine of offense, Go ahead and give me that two and a half. Give me the Dolphins and lock it up as a Larceny Bourbon lock of the week. Brent Halverson. This game scares me a little bit because you had Philly uh, was undefeated. One of the two last undefeated teams last week, they both lost outright, which was uh, which blew my mind. Philly got beat by the Jets. Miami, I think Miami is the real deal. They have all the everything that they got going for them right now. They look good. Tua looks good. Yeah. You got Hill. You got Waddle. You got Mostert, who looks he's the number one running back in yeah. the NFL right they now. They haven't missed a beat. They haven't missed Can a beat. Can you imagine at all. they thought, you know, we need to trade for Jonathan Taylor? They're just fine. <laughs> yeah, they're all right. They don't need anything like they're that. They're doing all right. Yeah. They got Jeff Wilson Sr. coming back. They got all kinds of good stuff going on. Uh, you know what? I'm going to. This game does scare me. It does scare me coming off that bounce back Philly loss at Philly. Philly's favorite two and a half. I'm going to take the Dolphins, as always, by the half point. I'd take the Dolphins plus three. I think Mike McDaniel's kind of nerd chic, too, isn't he? I mean, he's, he's he, nerd. Is. he looks like a but nerd. But he's cool nerd chic. But he puts on those sunglasses, and it's like he, 
He's cross-pollinating his nerdery with the cool. Yes. It's, he's like nerd chic. He's nerd chic. That he is, is. A, that's a great new classification. I like Nally. That. Just what I thought. I wouldn't learn anything new here that's today. Right. Nerd he wears these sunglasses like he's in a 1970s well, gangster film. you got to love that. Go ahead, Nally. Well, Philadelphia is, is one of my most overrated teams right now, in my opinion, um, in the league as far as uh, – I still think they win their division, but they're still overrated. Miami, definitely. All right, let's go Niners and the Vikings. about the Niners losing in Cleveland in the fashion in, in which they did? And obviously, you know, the injury to Christian McCaffrey and Debo Samuels uh, playing a role in that this past weekend. Still, though, right near the top among the good teams, best teams in the NFL. Six and a half point favorites on the road at Minnesota. Lay that six and a half. This is an easy call for me, man. You can't. You can't count on the Vikings now without Justin Jefferson. You couldn't count on them with him. Easy call. Lay the six and a half and give me another favor, Brent. Yeah, you know, the biggest question here is going to be Christian McCaffrey. Uh, I think he's going to play. They said it's not as bad as an injury that uh, they thought when it all happened. Debo Samuel's the other way, though. I think Debo's going to be out. It's a big key out. But you're right. Justin Jefferson's gone. Minnesota's 0-3 at home. Minnesota just, they don't, they, they don't look good. You know, they just don't look good. Uh, this is the NFL, though. Anything can happen. But you're going to give me the, the Niners, who I think is the best team in the NFL. I think it's going to be a Niners-Miami game matchup, Super Bowl. I'm going to take San Fran, lay the six and a half. Now that you're talking to me? Yeah, yeah well, we're on the Niner topic, I mean, that's. I'm still in therapy over that game last week. Yeah, that was hard now for both of us. I mean, I had a, <laughs> the dump truck that had to pull up to pay that loss for it. No doubt. Unreal. I, but, again, they are still a great team. Vikings are just bad. I'm going to take the Niners. All right, guys. Uh, the Colts and the Browns coming up on Sunday. Two-and-a-half-point road favorites are the Browns. And believe me, there's nothing that I would rather have than the Colts to step up and win because I am going to get worn out much like you will talking about Anthony Richardson. Is he going to be durable and all this stuff that we're going to have 11 months to be talking about. Unfortunately, I'm just going on what we saw this past week and what we saw in Jacksonville was a miserable quarterback performance. And I don't see how that gets any better with one of the better defenses in the NFL and the Browns. So I'm going to go ahead and lay the two and a half. Give me the Browns. On the road against the Colts, 2013 is the final. Browns over the Colts in a, another NFL this season low-scoring affair. Big question mark. I mean, Deshaun Watson, right? Is he going to be playing? That's the that's the thing. It's, it looks like he possibly is. I don't, if they can't move the ball, if the quarterback plays like he did last week, you could play quarterback. It's not going to matter. I'll suit up. If you're yes. listening out there, you need somebody. <laughs> Colts cannot get beat by P.J. Walker. I, I get beat by P.J. Walker two weekends in a row. Yeah. I'm just done. I'm done betting. This game, though, really comes down to that for me. If, if Deshaun is playing, I would you're switch my You're not done betting. I would say, yeah, I'll take the, I'll take the over on I'll that, take, I'll yeah. take the bet on you're not done betting, yes. Hey, you're yeah. going to win that here in about 10 minutes. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, D- again, if Deshaun's playing, yeah. it would change my tune. But if he is not playing, and kind of where I'm going to go ahead and place my uh, stake here, John, I'm going to take the Colts at home uh, to uh, go ahead and get this. So it's a two-and-a-half-point line, again, Buy that half point, get it to three. I'd take the Colts plus three in this game. Take it. What do you got, Dally? I'm taking the Colts because my son, Riley, and Max, we're going to root on the Colts with me. Man, I sound like a crank right here. Man, taking it's, the Browns. It's my, it's my oldest son's birthday this weekend, so the Colts yeah. have to win. Happy birthday, Riley. Yeah. Happy birthday to Riley. 2013 yeah. was my final, by the 2013. way. 2013. I'm going to go ahead and really? put that down. We'll revisit where you're at there. I think it's going to be a Did my rationale not sound... 
It sounds good. It does, yeah. but we don't know what we're getting, right? I mean, you had Gardner Minshew look like trash oh, last yeah. week. You know, three turnovers should have been four or five. And that's why I'm going picks. on that. Well, yeah. yeah, but you know uh, what, what a lot of teams do? They come back after a week like that, John. They, they do. go out and they focus on what they did wrong, make it better. Colts plus three. Now it's great to have you back, brother. And it's great to be back. Hey, get back on here before the end of the show so we yeah. can talk about what you guys have going on tonight and this Absolutely. weekend, too. Absolutely. Ryan Nally is yeah, back, everybody. Man. The free spirit, our Larcy Bourbon Locks. Luna Zool tequila shots. Old-fashioned week going on with Elijah Craig. Spiro Ditas of CBS is coming up on the other side. 93.5 and 107.5 The Fan. Life is full of things to manage. Your work, your family, your plans, and your treatment. Consider Kesimpta, Ofatumumab 20-milligram injection. You can take it yourself from the comfort of home. If you're ready for something different, ask your healthcare provider about Kesimpta and check out the details at kesimpta.com. Brought to you by Novartis Pharmaceuticals Corporation. Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. The Ride with JMV. And the beat goes on. Yeah. And the beat goes on. 93.5 and 107.5. The Fan. Here's the commander from IMPD, Phil Burton. So if I never get, if I need to get out of a ticket, you're the guy I call, right? Okay, cool. (laughs) We were talking about him. We were down at the Slippery Noodle. We were hoping you were going to stop by and see him. Hey, Phil, you know what? I turn right on every red downtown, every one. (laughs) And then, then off of market, I turn left on Capitol. <laughs> That'd be me. That would be me. Man, Phil Burton's awesome, buddy. He's awesome. Good Top to Brent Halverson of our Larceny Bourbon Locks and Luna's Old Tequila Shots. Free spirits on a Thursday here with Heaven Hill Distillery. We'll get Brent back on here in a minute. Mike Chappell coming up in the 5 o'clock hour, but on the Andy Moore Automotive Group hotline. If he happens to get a ticket, moving violation, maybe jaywalking, something like that this weekend here in Indy, we can get Phil to uh, fix up his ticket as well from CBS. Spiro Ditas joins us. See, membership Spiro has its privileges on this show, my friend. Has anyone been talking to you about my poor driving record? Is that why this has been brought up? <laughs> I, I guarantee you this. I, I just told... I just told him this. I will get pulled over within a week. I guarantee you. <laughs> guarantee it. Right downtown. So I just uh, called my thing, shot. That karma thing's real, man. Hey, especially with me. I was just explaining to my friends here that nobody takes a significant hit with karma like I do. It's it's Is really right? weird. Yeah. So Don't it's always been that way. Existence. <laughs> Spiro Ditas of CBS joins us. Hey, do you view this cold season right now in in terms of what we wanted to see from Anthony Richardson and clearly now from the rookie quarterback we won't because he's done for the season, going to have shoulder surgery. Do we view this as all as a lost season? Do you view it that way? I don't I don't think it's a lost season. I think it's it's certainly uh it's disappointing. I mean, it's a buzzkill for uh for Colts fans, you know. It's 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 a shame. It's just crazy how how cruel this league could be. You know, here comes Jonathan Taylor and the town's so excited and you know, you're you're thinking, man, this this is 
this is a team that's turned the corner so quickly, and now you've got this potential to have such a dynamic offensive backfield, and then the, the kid goes down on the same day that Jonathan Taylor comes back. So sometimes the football gods are cruel. Um, now it's – you know, I, I, I just think, John, you have to always keep perspective, right? I mean, you, you think back to how poor last year was, what a debacle last year was for the franchise. Anything's better than that. Anything's better than that. And so as disappointing as it is right now to consider the fact that, that he's done for the year, I think there are enough positives. I think there are enough um, in the in the good vibe category to, to make you feel like it, it's not going to be a lost season, that there are still areas where the, the franchise has really turned the corner, where I think they're back on the right track. And and who knows? I mean, look, at the end of the day, the, the one thing you have going for you is that you're in the AFC South and you're always alive in that division. So maybe you'd be somehow sneak into the playoffs somehow, you know, who knows, get a home playoff game uh, by, by the grace of God. And then you never know what could happen. But I think it'll, you know, we're going to find out a lot. I think early in the year, they've showed that they're, they've got a lot of grit and a lot of fight in that locker room. And, and let's see how they handle it. Spiro Dinas has the call for CBS coming up on Sunday with the Browns and the Colts. He's with us via the Andy Moore Automotive Group hotline. A lot of people around here believe that there is a, a Cubs-esque curse from either the cutting of Peyton Manning or the deflate gate rat squealing job they did in that AFC title game after they were roundly beaten by the Patriots. And it does seem like that the further we go into this, it's always seemingly with injuries or otherwise, two steps forward and three steps back. I mean, when you think about it, I mean, you, you got the Richardson news, which everybody was bracing themselves for Spiro around here. And then you get the out of nowhere sideswiping of the Grover Stewart news earlier this week. I mean, it just seems like the hits just keep on coming around here. Yeah, the Grover Stewart thing's unfortunate. He's such a outside of India. I still think people don't realize how good he is and what a what a, a key piece he is for that defense. And you know, I know Shaq Leonard. Uh, there there are questions of you know, can he get back eventually to the player he was? So now you start losing guys like that. That's that's something that's tough to recover from. Um, you know, you have some guys you can plug in for sure. But in terms of the curse, I guess. I can see it. I mean, I've never, I've never thought about it. You know, I obviously don't live in Indianapolis, but I could see how that could kind of seep into the <laughs> minds of, of Indianapolis fans. I'll tell you this: I grew up in New York, diehard Knicks fan, NBA fan, and that franchise hasn't won anything since 1973. So, you guys got one. You got a Super Bowl with Peyton. Uh, obviously, some great years and some, some you know, perennial championship contending teams. So, I think you know, maybe, maybe another 10 years. You could maybe you maybe have something there, but we'll see how it shakes out. Spiro Didis, yeah, Spiro Didis joins us. Were you shocked at the level of poor play from Gardner Minshew in Jacksonville when you were calling that game Sunday? Yeah, I think I think maybe we we realized you know we got to got to pump the brakes a little bit on Gardner. We were we were singing his praises, and I, I love him. You know, I, I love everything about him. You know, he's a Southern boy, country boy from Mississippi. Just, you know, he's never a me guy. He's, he's had to earn everything he's gotten. I think if you go back to, geez, even, even his high school days, you know, he's just one of those guys that, that have always been doubted and cast aside. I think he played at four different schools at college and finally had a chance to be the guy and he excelled uh, in the Pac-12. 
And then he got to the NFL, and you know he's just kind of a forgotten piece. And you know Nick Foles goes down, and, and here comes this guy out of nowhere. I think Gardner is just you know at this point I, I know he won't admit it, and probably still feels like he can be a starter in this league, and maybe he can. But I just think guys, there are certain guys that are you know they're they're backup quarterbacks, and I think Gardner at his best is a guy who limits his mistakes, um, takes care of the football. But he needs a balanced offense. You know, he needs a running game. He needs he needs other pieces around him. He needs a stout offensive line. And and I think we're going to see a much better version of him of him this week and moving forward. Uh, you know, for him to throw it 55 times last week, obviously that's that's not anyone's idea of, of a successful recipe for this offense. So I think Shane Steichen this week they're they're probably having long discussions of who they need to be offensively. I think you hear every coach talk about getting off to a fast start, but I think it's crucial for this team because last week they fall behind 14-3 early in that game, and it's tough to it's tough to stay committed to running the football when you start to fall behind by by two and three scores. So, I think they really need to get off to good starts uh, to give themselves a chance, and um, and I think we'll see we'll see Gardner bounce back, take care of the football a little bit better, and he better because this this Cleveland defense is just. I mean, sensational and all those words, I don't think cut how good that they are at this point. I want to get to that with you in just a second. Spiro Ditas of CBS has the call coming up on Sunday of the Browns and the Colts. You look at um, this Colts team right now with Gardner Minshew. You look at him last week as well. Um, and, and you mentioned the 55 pass attempts by Minshew and, and that was a lot. And people say, well, they got behind. They had to throw him. But that's true. But they also, I mean, he was 9 of 9 to, to start that game. And then once Jacksonville took away the short pass, you know, they were unable to really move the football consistently whatsoever. Were you surprised at the usage of Zach Moss from what we had seen the previous, pre- or the previous three weeks? And then, you know, obviously trying to implement Jonathan Taylor back into it. I think 15 carries overall. With that in mind, were you surprised about that usage at running back for the Colts? Maybe a little bit, John, but honestly, you know, you pay a guy like Jonathan Taylor, I'm sure Jim Mersey, I don't know how hands-on he is with, with Shane Steichen and the coaches, but there's a pressure now to, to incorporate Jonathan Taylor into this offense. And we were sitting around talking about the game afterwards, and, and my partner Adam Archuleta said, you know, yes, in theory, it's nice to say you've got a two-headed monster and, you know, we're going to have – we're going to use Jonathan Taylor and, and Zach Moss and both of them are going to get their touches – but Adam said he made a good point. He said, look, if, to really get a nice lather as a running back or, or really any position as a skill position guy, you need your touches. And for Jonathan Taylor, I think to be the Jonathan Taylor that we've come to expect, he needs to touch it 20, 25 times a game. And so, you know, this notion that I, I, I don't think Zach Moss is going to go away, but I don't think he's going to be you know, he should expect to have nearly the same amount of, of snaps and, and touches that he's gotten. Um, otherwise, then you're, you're asking Jonathan Taylor to be something different than, than I think what, what everyone is expecting and hoping him to be. So this is where you really need a, a coach like Shane Steichen to push the right buttons, find what that right balance is. But, but I think there's pressure for, for them to really start to allow Jonathan to, to get a groove and in order to do that. He needs his snaps and he needs his touches. He needs to be the focal point. So this is it's going to get tricky, but I think Shane Steichen is capable. You know, we know his track record as an offensive coach and, and play caller, and I think that it's going to be a very fascinating thing to watch here this week and, and moving forward. You know, Spiro, as we're talking on this particular Thursday afternoon, yesterday 
it was almost like it was a foregone conclusion that Deshaun Watson was not going to participate, going to be out again, and P.J. Walker would get the start. But then we see earlier today that he's out there running around, which I guess makes us think, all right, do, do you, if you're the Browns, give him another week of getting right and being you know, completely healthy after a week, or do you roll him out there coming up against this Colts team on Sunday, were you a little taken back about today, him being out there compared to kind of like the doom and gloom we had for his thought of starting in the in that game against the Colts on Sunday? Well, I, I, the whole thing has been a little bizarre, to be honest with you. You know, because you think back to week four game, so two weeks ago he was medically cleared. And then right before kickoff, apparently after warm-ups, he, he told Kevin Stefanski and, and the medical people that he, he wasn't good enough to go. And so they had planned that entire week thinking he was going to play. Their backup quarterback barely gets any snaps during the week, and then suddenly he finds out a couple hours before the game that he's the starting quarterback. So that, that was odd. And then they're saying maybe it's, it's multiple weeks, maybe it's, it's four to six weeks. You know, there, there was all this uncertainty. And so the whole thing, I think, has been, has been odd. And then you've got Kevin Stefanski say, well, it was, you know, it was, it was Sean's decision. He was medically cleared. Which was, uh, I mean, how do you medically clear someone and then he's still multiple weeks away from, from being able to play? So I think there's a lot of issues, that, that <laughs> a lot of questions that I would have. Um, at the end of the day, these guys, especially with a guy like Deshaun, you know, $230 million contract, all the, the guaranteed money and the investment that they have in him, I don't think that there, anyone's going to ask him to play unless Deshaun Watson tells them, I'm good to go and I'm ready to go. And based on what he said yesterday, I haven't seen his comments yet today. If, if he can't let that thing rip with the velocity that he needs to put on his throws as a passer, I don't think he's going to play. That said, um, wh- what we're hearing is he's, he's very close and he was trending towards playing. So, you know, what that means on a, on a Thursday, a couple of days before the game, I guess we'll, we'll just have to wait and see. Spiraditas of CBS has the call with the Browns and the Colts inside Lucas Oil Stadium. Let's go ahead and close with this defense. A little over 1,000 yards. The Browns are 3-2 and two with that defense so far this year. It has been incredibly impressive. What has stood out to you from what you have seen about this group and how good they have been on the defensive side of the football so far? Well, a couple things. One, Miles Garrett hasn't had like this crazy start in terms of his stats. Like his sacks are, are very, obviously very good, but he's, he hasn't gotten off to this like career start. That's number one. And they're still playing at this just otherworldly level. I think the biggest difference, two things. One, obviously Jim Schwartz, who I, I think has long been one of the best defensive coaches in the league. I think he's only burnishing his reputation, his legacy at this point. Um, Joe Woods just, it was never the right fit, whether it was just scheme, whether it was how he was putting guys in different positions, whatever the case was, he was not the right guy. So Jim Schwartz has made a world of difference. Um, And number two, I think the guys that they brought in at the defensive tackle to shore up the interior part of the defensive line, John have made all the difference. You know, Dalvin Tomlinson has been a guy who's been at, you know, one of the best guys at his position for a number of years. Um, the linebackers are healthier. That's made a, a ton of difference. Anthony Walker's a question mark this week with a concussion, but Owusu Koromoa, this kid's playing the best football of his, of his brief career. And then you've got the back end. You've got guys like Denzel Ward who's playing as well as any quarterback in the league. I mean, he is a legit shutdown corner at this stage of his career. And you put all that together and you've got, 
what could be the best defense in the league so far. The only question I have is how do they fare against the elite offenses? Because if you look at who they've played, you know, they got Cincinnati early. Joe Burrow, uh, I think we could all see, was not full strength yet. Last week, obviously a crazy win, but you know, the San Francisco loses Debo Samuel. They lose Christian McCaffrey. So, you know, you can say, well, you know, maybe Cleveland has had some lucky bounces here and there. I don't think there's any doubt this, this team passes the eye test. But as the season goes on, how do they fare against the truly, truly elite, you know, top one, two offenses at full strength? That'll be, that'll be fun to watch. But they're, they're just off the charts. Spiro Dinas to CBS with us, A, in closing. Downtown at the Slippery Noodle tomorrow. I mentioned two weeks ago that we do these shows. You want to come by and hang out and have a couple of drinks with us? And you, uh, I'm going to surprise you. I'm going to surprise you, John, one of these days. I'm not going to announce it. I'm just going to show up. <laughs> okay. That's awesome, man. We'd love to see you either way. And the welcome mat is always out. Thanks, brother. I appreciate hey, it. Hey, by the way, too, hey, um, our morning show had Adam Archuleta on in closing here. And apparently he mentioned something about you. Are you cool with hearing it? You want to hear it? Sure, sure, sure. All right. Hey, James, roll that back there. Adam Archuleta, I, I think it was actually in the midday. I apologize on Querying Company. Adam Archuleta regarding his partner, Spiro Ditas. Roll it. He is a man of leisure and, you know, love hanging out on the road and, you know, going to get a cigar, ha- checking out some great cigar bars and that kind of stuff. But uh, really a good dude that, that, that really enjoys, you know, again, I think being a man of leisure is the best way to describe him. <laughs> uh, I'm so I'm so happy you played that for me. But I, I I will get Adam for that comment. But I, I am a man of leisure. Look, I you know I, I am who I am. I like to have a good time. I like to have All a good right. time. Well, hey, listen, we'll supply that good time again tomorrow. Slippery noodle or whatever you want to, we'll supply that good time for you. Sounds good, brother. Thanks, John. Take it easy, Spiro. Thank you very much. Spiro Ditas of CBS on the Andy Moore Automotive Group Hotline. James, that was outstanding. Again, Adam Marcelletta was on Query Company a little bit earlier today, and that's what he had to say about Spiro Ditas. Hey, we're at the Free Spirits. Of course, we're in Castleton, right across from Costco. Love to see you. Larceny Bourbon Locks, Luna Azul Tequila Shots, Week 7. Uh, Mike Chappell's going to get us right with the latest Colts news. Who practiced today, who didn't, and a lot more top of the hour. 93.5107. Life is full of things to manage. Your work, your family, your plans, and your treatment. Consider Kesimpta, Ofatumumab 20-milligram injection. You can take it yourself from the comfort of home. If you're ready for something different, Ask your healthcare provider about Kesimpta and check out the details at kesimpta.com. Brought to you by Novartis Pharmaceuticals Corporation. Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Find the fan. The ride with JMV. Well, you're going to have to say that. You're going to have to speak up because I can't hear you. 93.5 and 107.5. The fan. Hey, welcome back. We are live in Castleton today on a Larceny Bourbon Locks Luna Azul Tequila Shots. 
This is a uh, Thursday edition, week number seven. Phil Burton's in the house. That means everything is really cool today. The Kev's over there, too. A lot of people I see familiar show up at our events, too. Tomorrow, Bud Light Blue Friday. Bud Light Blue Friday has Browns Colts tickets to give away. So I can't wait to see you down at the Slippery Noodle tomorrow. C. Berg says, hey, my eye doctor in Geist, Dr. Till is the best. I got to have somebody look at my eyeballs. <laughs> somebody really soon. I think my sight. Can't have my sight going. I can't shoot under 40% from three-point range, and I'm afraid that's what would happen. That's going to happen to my game if my sight starts to waver a little bit. So thank you very much, Seaberg. Thursday night or week seven, starter, Jaguars Saints later on tonight. Kind of looks like, according to the line, that Trevor Lawrence is going to give it a go. Four and two Jags, three and three Saints. Be nice to see the Jaguars lose this road game at Caesar Superdome in New Orleans. Coming up later on tonight, we'll follow that. Mike Chappell's going to join us on the other side. We're live in the Free Spirit in Castleton, right across from Costco. What a great place and a great Thursday to be here. 93.5 and 107.5 The Fan. Life is full of things to manage. Your work, your family, your plans, and your treatment. Consider Kesimpta. Ofatumumab 20 milligram injection. You can take it yourself from the comfort of home. If you're ready for something different, ask your healthcare provider about Kesimpta and check out the details at kesimpta.com. Brought to you by Novartis Pharmaceuticals Corporation. Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. The Ride with JMV. You're hit. You're bleeding, man. I ain't got time to bleed. Oh, okay. You got time to duck? 93.5 and 107.5. The Fan. So, quick story here. Live from the Free Spirit, Castleton. Larcy Bourbon Locks, Luna Zul Tequila Shots. So, during that scene, or... This took place right before the scene where Jesse, the body Ventura, got offed in, in uh, Predator, right? So Blake was, I think, either th- at three years old. Blake was three years old. I had uh, fallen asleep on the couch with the TV on, and he was in there with me. And I wake up during this scene or right before the scene in which Jesse, the body Ventura, uh gets killed by the predator and he gets his arm lopped off by the predator. And that happened. I looked over and, and Blake just had this horrified look on his face at three. And I go, oh, man, that's when I knew I needed to up my game on being a dad or a good father right there. He was he was like horrified by the ah. <laughs> I went, oh, man, that's not good. I was, you know, and again, I was asleep, and then I just kind of woke up during that scene, and I always remember that with Jesse the Body Ventura from Predator right there. Free Spirit, Larceny Bourbon Locks, Luna Azul Tequila Shots. Uh, Michigan being investigated again. Uh, you, you talk about, they, 
Michigan does has more investigation on them than what happens in Hawaii with Magnum PI. It's amazing. Uh, this is for illegal scouting or spying, which is awesome. That's the latest. Pacers tomorrow night, the final preseason game where they take on the Cleveland Cavaliers. They get uh, the home date versus Washington to start the season coming up on Wednesday of next week. Of course, week seven has the Browns and the Colts down at Lucas Oil Stadium. And with us via the Andy Moore Automotive Group hotline, it is Mike Chappell. Hello, Mike. How are you doing? Doing good. How are you? Outstanding. A little baseball this afternoon. In the uh, yeah. NLCS, which is not bad. Game three out in Arizona with the uh, Phillies and, and the Diamondbacks. The fills up two zip. I think really both series have been highly entertaining. The postseason has been highly entertaining. Then you get the ALCS. 2-1 Rangers up against the Astros in Fort Worth coming up later on tonight if you're paying attention. You cover the Colts, however. I asked Spiro Ditas of CBS this just a moment ago. Do you view this, and, and obviously we're more in tight with what's going on around here on a daily basis, do you view this now as a lost season for the Colts, given that Anthony Richardson is done? Well, I check with me in two weeks. Uh, they got two home games against two good teams, but but two teams that if, if this is not a lost season, it's because you can beat these two teams at home. I still look at the schedule, doggone it. It's just not daunting it's just not but you've lost your 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 catalyst and you know it, it, no matter how we talk about it it comes out as a knock on Gardner Minshew I don't mean to be it's just that this offense is so different with him it just is there, there's there's until we see different it's not going to be the shock plays unless they get JT some enough carries and he breaks one because I just don't see the passing game being very vibrant. We were talking in the press room and I really think these last 11 games, barring an injury to, to the quarterback again, another injury, this is going to really showcase Shane Steichen's game planning and how he can put guys in the right spot to maximize what they can do and stay away from the limitations more than, than, than a player lifting the offense. Cause I just don't know how much Minshew can do that. I think when, when things are going well, I think he works. Uh, but I just don't see him, you know, if he throws 50 passes a game, they're not winning. You know, the Colts didn't win a whole lot when Peyton threw 55 times or, or luck threw 55 times. So, yeah, lost season. Let's see how they do against Cleveland, who's got a great defense and an awful offense, and and the Saints, who might be sort of the same way. If we're sitting here in two weeks and they're three and five and, boy, they haven't looked good, then, then, yeah, it's going to be a long season. And there are a couple of different ways you want to look at it. I just view it as a lost season because now – you're going to have, to me, you're going to have rookie season, the sequel with Richardson next year. No question. No question. But that, yeah. But, uh, you know, the, you're right. But the encouraging thing is in the four games and 173 snaps, I, I think we saw what he is, who he can be. We can get into the injury things. And I I, I just think these injuries are just, God, they're, they're just flukes. I, I really do. 
but but boy, you saw what he can be. You know, let's say that in Carolina, Bryce Young, you know, heaven forbid, he he gets a seasoning and seasoning injury. Do you know what you have? You don't know. But I, I think we saw enough of of Ar that he he yes, he's got growth to do, and they'll, they'll do what a little bit they can to you know limit the risk of injury. Good luck with that. But I think I think all the hope, whatever hope there was in training camp, whatever hope there was when they drafted this kid, I think he's reinforced that, yes, he is the guy. Let's forget the injuries if we can, which I, I realize we really can't. But on the field, he showed everything that you thought you were getting when you drafted him. To Mike Chappell of CBS 4 and Fox 59 on the Andy Moore Automotive Group hotline. I'm glad you brought that up. I said the same thing yesterday. However, I brought this up, too. I think that there is no way in the world, because you look at it the way in that small sample size that he has played, and you believe in him for the long-term future, there is no way that right now, until you see it happen consistently, you can believe in his long-term durability. Is that fair? Yeah, I mean, yeah, he finished one game that he started. Uh but, but but if if you look at if you look at the injuries, I mean, gosh, you learn. He played 13 games and he's got the touchdown run at Houston. And he, I still, if he runs through the tape, I don't think he gets hit. I just don't because defensive players kind of know. Man, I can hit him at the one. I can hit him at the half yard line, but I better not hit him at the goal line. So I, I think he could have avoided that. And then and then and then he snaps his head. He he, he didn't really get hurt by the hit. He got hurt by hitting the ground and doggone I, I've heard so much about the the play that put him out the, the quarterback run and Harold Landry and it's they're not going to quit calling design runs with him that, that's you, you're just not I've always thought that quarterbacks really have maybe more of a chance of getting hurt in the pocket when when blindside or whatever people around your feet and your, your knees and all this I think you can sort of protect yourself a little bit when you get outside. Although, you know, still, these are big guys chasing you. But they come down on the shoulder. And, and I'm telling you, I, I watched the Monday night game, and and a receiver got hit, goes down, and they sort of fall on, the guy, on his shoulder, and he pops right up. So I, it, it, they knew this is who he was when they drafted him. They, they knew they were getting a quarterback who – who, yes, he's got the strong arm, but boy, what he does, he just threatens defenses with his legs. Jalen Hurts, Lamar Jackson, Josh Allen. And to, to think they're going to turn him, turn, turn him into a, a pocket passer, that's not happening. Now, again, they'll, they'll work with him on how you – know, they're not going to go jujitsu on how you fall on concussions. They're not going to do that like Tua did. But you, there are things you can do. But that was just a design run that he gets outside. What's he supposed to do? Slide after two two yards because he didn't really feel the guy in back of him. So, but but yeah, it's but everything's magnified now. And and when we get when we talk to him at the end of the season, whenever it's going to be, well, what are you going to do to protect yourself? And next year, what are you, what have you done to protect yourself? And we'll talk to Shane Steichen next spring about that. This is who he is, and this is what you knew, and you knew there would be risk. And maybe the risk is a little bit more with him because of the lack of experience and playing against bigger guys, faster guys, 
And trust me, when, when these defensive players are sitting in meetings during the week and you're going to play the Colts, they're saying, you know, not to be dirty, but they're, they're going to hit the guy. That's what you do when you get a chance to hit a quarterback outside the pocket. You're going to do it. And that's part of the risk. But they, they knew what they were getting into, and I think they would do it all over again. Hey, Mike, I'm curious, had they, and I mean by they, I guess, Jim Irsay and, and others that were here at the time, had they not gone through Andrew Luck and obviously Chris Ballard um, along with this too, had they not gone through that, would we be seeing Anthony Richardson's season end in the fashion now with surgery in which we're seeing? Good question. But, but the fact that they did – you know, I, I think that steered way again when we talked to Shane Steichen last week and he was asked, I mean, you know, are you going to take the long-term, the long-term view, longevity? And he said, yes, you have to. So, but Stephen Holder had a very good story when, when he talked to Ursay about this and, you know, going back through the Andrew Luck saga where he was it, different injuries at Torn Labrum, but he decided to rest and rehab and, and, and no surgery initially. And came back and played pretty well, and then and then not so. You know, then then you lose a season with all of that. So, you know, what would the the the, the problem that the delaying? Let's say they waited six weeks, which was probably an option, and see if it healed on its own. And if it did, okay, comes back and plays. You know, four games, whatever. But if it doesn't, then in six weeks you say, well, we better have surgery. Well, then, then you've delayed the rehab process, and then maybe it leaks into the, you know, next season, off-season program. They only waited, like, what's it been? Was it 10 days when they decided on this? That's that's not a big deal as far as delaying any rehab. So he'll have plenty of time. But, yeah, it, but you learn from the past. You just do. And what's crazy is this year was supposed to be, like you said, the learning year, reps, reps, and all that stuff. And, boy, if we get some wins, well, what – what frustrates everybody is he showed you in four games what is possible. You're down 23 to the Rams, and he brings you back. Uh, in the big plays, the big arm, and the big throws down the field, and the four touchdown runs, and you're thinking, well, maybe this isn't just a learning season. Maybe they, they can do something. and Maybe they still can. It's just going to be so much harder without a quarterback who can do that. All of a sudden, you know, maybe you're not going to score on a – three or four play drive is going to take 10 or 12 plays. And that's hard to sustain over, over 11 games to be a team that's, you know, prolonged drives and because things happen, you know, you get a, you get a sack, you get a false start, you get, you get a turnover. So, uh, yeah, I, but the, the important thing is that they did sort of learn, I think from luck, although may, maybe they would have done this anyway, because you've got to protect the future. And, you know, the idea is this guy's going to be here for the next 10 or 12 years. So Mike Chappell of CBS 4 and Fox 59 on the Andy Moore Automotive Group hotline. Will they adjust the play call, the playbook, the times they call for those design runs? Because I don't think they will. Others suggested no. that you have to take away you know, the opportunities for, for him to be injured. And, and listen, I've said this all along. Rick Venturi, I'm sure, would agree with this if he were right here with us. You can't put this guy as much as you want to in a glass case because that's not why you drafted him. 
So and all this draft, stuff of adjusting drafting. this and adjusting that, I just I don't foresee that in the future. No. Do you? No, the, uh, no, I agree. Then don't draft him. Don't, then don't exactly. You know, and you know, I, again, I think there are some things you can do. Again, the concussion, run through the end zone. You know, these guys are fast and they want to hit you. Uh, the, the the shoulder injury that he got hit on, I don't know. I mean, no, you, that's play. It's kind of like Andrew Luck getting a, what was it, a lacerated kidney against Denver because he was trying to score inside the five. That's a football play. I think there are some things they can do, tweaking a little bit. But no, this this, this I still watch Josh Allen. What's he in his fifth or sixth year? He's still yeah. out there running like a like a wild bull. Now he's calling you know, his own number. He's call he calls his own number to do that too. Yeah, and, and when he yeah. gets outside, he, he'll he's not looking for contact, but but. He's not going down all the time. Sometimes he leaps over guys. You think, hey, this, you, you're the franchise. But no, I, I, I think there are a few things you can do. But this, this is who he is. They're not going to. If you're going to quit call, if you're going to quit calling design runs, then why did you draft the guy? You, you just do what you can to, to to limit certain risks. Again, I think I think when he gets outside the pocket, normally if if Harold Landry is not chasing you down. You get five, ten yards, and if nothing's else, else there, you go out of bounds or you slide. And we saw him slide. It might have been the opener, one of his first runs. Uh, and this chance, he just didn't get it because Landry was on him so quick. I don't call it a fluke play, but but it's just a football play. But I I I, I, I will I'll go on record right now that that no one's going to be able to tell the difference next year in play calling with Anthony Richardson, because this is who he is. This is who you drafted. Hey, Mike, there have been rumors dropped. And listen, I am one to say wide receiver, wide receiver, wide receiver. But why do we hear about Jerry Judy right now? Why would that make any sense whatsoever? To me, it doesn't. Uh, Maybe it happens. I don't know. You know, I, I see people write it and they say sources. You know, okay, you have a source. I don't know. But yeah, because he's got, isn't it a twelve million dollar base next year? I think. Uh, yeah, if Richardson was still playing, yeah, I maybe, would agree with maybe, that. Maybe maybe you add maybe you add parts, but no. I again, you, we talked about receiver. We're going to find out about these guys in the off season with Michael Pittman. He's going to get paid. He's going to get twenty five mil from somebody, and. Maybe it's a franchise tag. That's the one. The one good thing about a byproduct of getting JT done is you get the franchise tag. I'm not sure how how Pittman would react to that. Probably we would see him in you know training camp you, and not before. Have you guys asked him regarding the franchise tag possibility before? I haven't yet. Uh, th- there was a good uh, Nate Atkins did a good story on him where he he praised JT's approach that is a blueprint for for players he didn't do it he didn't do it because he's banking on himself he's banking on you know staying healthy and like i said somebody he's going to get 25 is the franchise tag so why would you take less and and the, the argument that i make it let's say the colts say man we can't really do that well th- th- then you're going to pay that much to replace him it's going to be a good free agent market for receivers, but a lot of those guys won't hit the market. Uh, and I think Stephen Holder and I were talking about this, and we were in a, we're in agreement that no player has been more impacted 
by this circus at quarterback than Pittman. He, you know, he's had, he's had 600-yard games in his career from four different quarterbacks. That's just crazy. Uh, and, and now he's going, you know, he, they, they were showing some pop with AR, and now it's going to be the, more the underneath stuff with, with Gardner Minshew, which is going to limit, probably limit, he, he, his big plays. But, uh, you know, I, we're going to see if, again, if you don't pay Pittman, you're going to pay somebody. I'd rather pay my own, knowing that whatever you think he is, part of that is because, not part of it, a lot of that's because of the quarterback situation. And I just think he's pretty good. I've had questions of the one. I had these same questions about T.Y., and he won me over. Totally different players, totally different players. But I think Pitt's got a chance to be pretty good if they could just stabilize this quarterback situation, get him another really good sidekick. If that's not Alec Pierce, I don't mean Josh Downs, I mean another outside guy, then, then we'll see his, his, true, his true potential. But the bottom line is that kid is going to get paid in the offseason from somebody. I, um, I look at it, Mike Chappell joins us. I think, and I looked at you know what is going to be ultimately free agency next year already at wide receiver, and there's nothing really to me that stands out a great deal. I, I just think that if this team really truly wants to do something, it's going to have to find a trade partner somehow, somewhere, and that's why, Mike, I've been kind of rooting for these really messed up situations in like Minnesota, right, and and maybe in yeah. Cincinnati, kind of messed up situations there to see if you can do and kind of peel away like Philly did for A.J. Brown. Or, you know, financially how Miami ended up getting um, Tyreek Hill down there, you know, obviously from from Kansas City. To see if you can't unearth something that we don't necessarily believe is going to happen or think is going to happen right now. I just just don't think there's anything enough to add to this team in free agency that you're going to find. Well, you're not going to do that plus sign Pittman. The right, I mean, that's your and that's what, the other part of it too. Yeah. Well, I mean, what Ty, Tyreek Hill get thirty million a year? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anybody, Justin Jefferson, you think he, he you know, twenty five million is probably his his, his the, the minimum of what I think he's probably he's under contract and all that. But but yeah, it, it, that's that's why I think if if you can if you can talk yourself into believing that Pittman is can be that guy, you know, with with, with stability at quarterback. Then you go and get a sidekick. You get a, you get a T. Higgins type of guy or Tyler Boyd type of guy, and then you're pretty good. Well, you know, I mean, uh, Josh Allen really took off when they got Stephon Diggs. So, but but boy, you pay out the nose for that. And if you do that, you can't you can't you know you can't do that. To, you can't have two receivers costing you know fifty million dollars. I realize the quarterback's on a rookie deal, but you can't do that. But that's why this offseason, we're going to really see if if we can get Chris Ballard on, on that island with us and see what he does for receivers because to this point they haven't done that. They, you know, second-round picks and all that, yes. But this is going to be where, you know, one way or another, they're going to have to pay big time for a receiver. And you know, too, let's say this season doesn't really go anywhere as far as wins and losses and their top ten drafting. I know one person at the Colts complex that's really going to lobby for Marv Jr. So, yeah, uh, and it's, it's going to take a bunch cap or a draft capital wise to move up in the top, gosh, four 
Maybe five, so, at least four, four to get how, how much, and I'm glad you brought this up, how much would this higher up that you're talking about here, how much would he allow the Colts, his team, to give up to have that legitimate chance at Marvin Harrison Jr.? That's where you're going to hope, or you're going to, I don't know. I don't. That, that's where Chris Ballard would sort of say, "Listen here, you know, we it's going to cost us a boatload for a receiver when we're just paid." I I don't know. It, it, that'll be. I, I don't think Jim Irsay would say no. He wouldn't do what the Saints did. Remember Ricky Williams when they they gave up their draft and all that. He he, he won't be. He won't be over the top. But but he you know he he's made it very clear that he likes. The idea of Marvin Jr. being here, and you know what you really want to hope for is that maybe maybe three quarterbacks go at the top. You know, Michael Penix is playing pretty well. You know, he, you know he's, he's maybe the Heisman front runner right now. But you got to believe, unless there's a pass rusher out there, that Marvin Jr. may be four, five. It seems like he'd be gone. So, and if you're, you know, the further back you are, the harder it is to get up there. And I don't know. I, it, this is this this wouldn't be like Chris Ballard giving up a one for DeForest Buckner. This would be so much more. And but that's gonna be it's gonna be fun talking about. And you know if this season kind of goes off the rails, win loss wise, uh, that's something we can talk about in December. Yeah, I, I tell you, I'm trying and hoping so much, Mike, that the Colts. Keep this interesting, entertaining the rest of the way, or at least most of the rest of the way. If not, we're going to be subject to talking about the durability of Anthony Richardson no for question. the better part of the next year. And I'm just not down with that. Off season, okay, but during the season, I, that's just going to wear everybody well, out. Well, like, I, like I said, if, if this team, it, it's so hard to, to look forward when all you can think of are four yeah. turnovers and, a, and another butt kicking in Jacksonville. Yep. But again, home with Cleveland, home with New Orleans, at Carolina, in Germany against New England. I mean, if, if you're going to be competitive, and then you've got Tampa Bay. God, I keep going at Tampa or Tampa Bay, at Tennessee. Cincinnati could be pretty good, but Pittsburgh at home, Atlanta. It's just not a murderer's row of teams. But you've got to do your part. You've got to not turn the ball over four times. They're not good. They, they wouldn't be good enough with Richardson doing that. They weren't good enough with Peyton to do that. But doggone, if you play just decent. Now here I am, beating the drum for this team to be decent. Uh, but but if you are, if Steichen can game plan, if the defense can overcome not having Grover Stewart, which is a massive loss. It's just a massive loss. The schedule says here play well and you're going to win some games and then who knows in December. So, but it's up to them, but they've got, they've got to do their share and it's going to be harder without the quarterback, without the rookie quarterback. So Mike Chapel of CBS four and Fox 59, I got to go really quick. One final thing. You look at what happened to Gardner Minshew in Jacksonville. It with this Cleveland defense has the potential of being even worse. Does it not this weekend? I think it's going to be an ugly game. It's going to be a grinding game. On our podcast with Fox 59, I think I picked Colts 19-16. to 16. I kind of did, you know, okay, they're going to scratch out a touchdown and they're going to have four 50-yard field goals by Matt Gay again. But you just you, – this is going to be tough. You, 
their offense is as bad. It's not very good. And, you know, does Watson play? I don't know. But, yeah, it's it's going to be an ugly game. I th- I, I've got them winning just because I'd kind of like to see what would happen if they got on a little run against this, you know, not really tough schedule. But, boy, it's good. this is going to be one where you think, man. But uh, I remember games with Peyton when they played Baltimore. He said, man, this is going to be tough. We're going to have some bad series. But when there's a play to be made, you got to make it. That's what this game is. And, you know, and don't let Miles Garrett have those four plays. That just blows it up. And he's capable yeah. of he, – he's the guy that does nothing for 50 plays. And then he destroys you, just destroys you. Those guys are rare. But he can do it if you don't pay attention. And they'll pay attention to him. You, you can still pay attention to him, and he's going to do it to you. Hey, well done, Mike. We'll see you up at the press box on Sunday and uh, see what happens in that game against the Browns. Appreciate you. Looking forward to it. Thank you. It's uh, Mike Chappell of CBS4 and Fox 59 on the Andy Moore Automotive Group Hotline. A lot of stuff to get into right there. We will on the other side. Harris Hoosier Park Race of the Day, 50-50. Betting and dining. Harris Hoosier Park Racing and Casino and Anderson. The return of Brent Holverson and Ryan Nally. Free Spirit, Castleton, Larcity Bourbon Locks, Luna Azul, Tequila Shots. Hey, don't go anywhere. 93.5 and 107.5 The Fan. Life is full of things to manage. Your work, your family, your plans, and your treatment. Consider Kesimpta, Ofatumumab 20-milligram injection. You can take it yourself from the comfort of home. If you're ready for something different, ask your healthcare provider about Kesimpta and check out the details at kesimpta.com. Brought to you by Novartis Pharmaceuticals Corporation. Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. The Ride with JMV. He's my best friend. He's my pal. He's my homeboy. My rotten soldier. He's my sweet cheese. My good time boy. 93.5 and 107.5. The Fan. My goodness, this has been a great time today. Free Spirit in Castleton, right across from Costco. My Michelle serving it up. Of course, this is Old Fashioned Week with Elijah Craig. Larceny Bourbon Locks and Luna Zool Tequila Shots. Betting analyst Brent Halverson, Ryan Nally rejoin us right now as well, too. What a great time this is. Man, Nally, this is a great spot. It always is. has been. It is. We've, well we've done. enjoyed Free Spirit here. It's what a, do you got going on here tonight? You got a band? No, just normal business tonight. Uh, Nobody get up here and dance like Mark Davis did after the Aces won that game in the championship <laughs> last night? It was, so, it was like thrilling. A, how about a rhythm, rhythmless dudes dancing? Yeah. Is that thumbs up or a thumbs down? Thumbs down on my book. Yeah, it's, kind of a, it's kind of a question mark, John. Yeah. You ever have dudes like come over here and like dance by themselves? Every time, I mean, when we have bands, yeah. Just dudes by themselves? You don't? 
I never was that dude. Don't make it weird. But you I do. did. No, 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 no. But I did. I, I chased a lot of chicks away. Come on. Anybody with anybody, anybody with a yacht go out experience. To, I just go out there and, you know, start pelvic thrusting a little bit. Wow. And they just, That's what I'm talking about. They couldn't up, get John. off the Open dance up. floor quick enough right there. <laughs> you, anybody with this with the yacht rock experience that you have and the, and oh, just the, the way your show goes. Does when, not, you, when you turn this into, into a dance floor here at the Free Spirit, do you put a, like a cage up here? Do we dance in a cage? You see that ball right there, right? Oh, you got the disc ball we up do. there we do that's Man. been here since we started so what nights are we dancing in here we do bands every saturday night yeah uh, obviously I, well actually we're not this saturday um just to do because we've got some um uh, events booked but right other than that um august 28th we've got our big halloween party august I, I do that in October. I'm sorry, October. Yeah, I'm October. sorry. <laughs> See, I'm so excited to be back. Just, well, really, let's be honest. First it, time back on radio. We, we haven't seen Nally in like two months. It still yeah. is August. It still is August. Right, right, yeah. Yeah. Let's jump forward to October. October, though. wake up. Um, October, <laughs> October 28th, we have our uh, big Halloween costume contest. Big money to be made there, too. Big right? money. $300 yep. first place, 152nd. And really? we even do a $50 worse. So you could come out here and dress as JMV yes. and probably win it. I love it. We See, do it. here's the problem I would have judging a Halloween costume contest. Yeah. If you dressed as a hot nurse, you win. Every time. Every <laughs> single Even time. Even if it was me, John. Every yeah. single time. Yeah, I, well, I, mean, I may have to look at that <laughs> yeah. a couple of different times. But normally, if you dress as a hot nurse, you win. Yeah. Yeah. I might, go, I might try that. I think, it, yeah. Give it a run. Yeah, I mean, because you've seen probably, you know. A lot yeah, in my time. A fair share here. <laughs> the last couple yeah, months, here recently, too. recently, the last, yeah. last couple of months and, You know, there's, well. there's all kinds of Halloween contests yeah. on that night. You know, it's the Saturday before Halloween. But ours, we have Country Summer playing. They're good, too. And they're they good. are good. They what do they do? Country Summer? Country, the band Country Summer. Do they do country? They do all kinds of grooves, but they are they are really good. One of the one of the hotter bands in town. They really are. They they, yeah. they played the um, uh, St. Patty's Day tent party. They did past few years. Ago. Nice. Uh-huh. Yeah, they do great. They're they awesome. played our big golf event. They're just, they're right. well. They're, they're good. You are absolutely slaying it up here per usual too. Tell people yeah. about the food because I was telling Man, Cam about the food a, a little great, bit earlier. We have great food specials. Our uh, my partner Sanchez and Dub. They're they're constantly in the kitchen throwing things around. Um, our tacos are amazing on Taco Tuesdays, Wednesdays. We got a Big Mac bowl this this year or this was telling this month, that. and it's jasmine rice and ground beef. I love jasmine rice, white yes. onion, shredded tri blend. I mean, it's amazing. And then um, we have a hot honey bacon jam burger on Thursdays. It's uh, it's a good one. Yeah, and then our steak dinner every Friday night's a good one. Well, it is great to have you back, man. It's great to be back. It's Ryan Nally, everybody. Free spirit here. I'm assuming he's going to be here tonight. Of course, look, this weekend you got uh, country forward, summer. Saturday. Look forward. Are you going to be on? You going to be on air this this Saturday? Yep, JMV takeover. I've got five more, including the very special Halloween edition on the 28th with the voice of one Sammy Terry, a local ghoul. Ghoulish legend coming legend. up a week from uh, Saturday. But yeah, I got five more, and then, and then it goes once to they, Christmas, it goes right? to Christmas yeah. music, and I bail for about a month. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's, like a, that's like a huge break for you, man. What it is. is. What is Laurel Lingle? What is she going to do when you're going from. That's ask Laurel. What Laurel is such an incredible weekly. Caller. I heard. I heard you got the you. You were blessed with the, the presence of <laughs> presence at the uh, at Mystic uh, Water. They right? called from Kentucky last weekend. I think it's uh, Jay Wow. Is it Jay Wow? No, that's on. Uh, that's on the MTV show. Uh, that's on Jersey, Jersey Shore. Shore. Yeah. Jay Wow. 
Somebody, I forget. Anyway. Were you in the middle of a Christopher well, I got Jay Wow and I got Jay Law over there. Jay Law calls all the time from the Food Bar Lounge, but yeah, they call. Laurel and Heath. Yeah, yeah. Norm- Heath normally on a weekly yeah. basis. They she will. might be your Paul. biggest fan, I think, on that yep. on that night. Well, they were out for the, uh, the, they were? the weekend bender out of Mystic Waters. Oh, Camp the weekend now. bender yeah. was beautiful. That was fun. Right there. That was but fun. Seriously, now we'll take, we got five more. And then we go into Christmas music hiatus. That's and right. it's weird because I think New Year's Eve falls on a Sunday night does. this year. Okay. So I won't be on on that Saturday, but I'll officially come back on New Year's Eve on Sunday night awesome. for the JMV takeover. Awesome. So, yeah, I, I like Christmas. Off. I don't like it when, they, when 105.7 switches over to all Christmas. Well, it's probably a good break for you. It is a great break for me. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Because right now, and I listen, I don't cl- complain at all because I love doing it, but it's like seven days. Yeah. It's up to seven days a week now because of the Colts and everything else going on. But now it's a good thing because I love doing it. You know what's funny about it? The Janvy Takeover is more fun now than it was. And, you know, I've done it so many times now. But it's more fun now than it was. And you can tell it's you really enjoy something. Well, you can something tell you have it. fun doing yeah, it. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a good time. I like to talk to people and I like to play music. And, you know, it's like I'll sit here and complain about, you know, the colds or things that are going wrong. And there are no complaints there. You play a 40-year-old song, 35-year-old song, and everybody's incredibly happy. Well, the yeah. thing that, that you yeah. just can't do that anymore, right? That used you to can't. be the thing. People like to call in, like to hear themselves, be able to talk. Because everything's on taped on Wednesday. Everything's yeah. taped. But yeah. this is all live. And, 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 and you bring the... Uh, you know, the, the era of music yes. that was so great. Correct. You know, it's it's kind of gone away from there. So bring those uh, 70s, 80s, and 90s right there. Well, it was great being solid. back with you guys. You guys are a class hey, act. And, love uh, it, man. My man Nally's can't right wait, over can't there. Can't wait to see you guys in Westfield. Hey, quickly, though, let's go over before we hit this break, and I have the Harris Hoosier Park race of the day. But uh, anything else stand out to you guys? Tonight's game, Jacksonville, New Orleans, or later on this weekend. I think you accurately mentioned this. The highest point spread right now is eight and a half, and that's that Buffalo-New England game. That is, you know, and, and again, there's uh, nine out of 13 with a three-point spread or less. So, you know, Vegas is saying there's going to be some close games out there, and I think there are. Um, you know, speaking back to tonight, though, yeah. I don't know if we heard back. Uh, we got some Major League Baseball going tonight with uh, yep. uh, the Phillies, which I love yeah, the tonight. Phillies in Arizona on right now in yep. game number three. And, and, and uh, Houston. I like Houston tonight uh, coming in as a slight dog to uh, kind of get that, se- that series even. Our guy Daryl called in yesterday and gave a bet to everybody regarding game number three with the Rangers and the Astros and nailed it. He nailed it from Scherzer, nailed it from an offensive standpoint with the Astros. I mean, just in fact, people were like calling going, hey, man, get Daryl back on to talk about that. But nailed game number three. I bought, I bought a whole point tonight. I took the over eight in that Ranger game. Okay. I like that. Yeah, and, and even last night, it was still fun to watch. That series, there's been really all the way around. You can understand why defense and pitching, certainly pitching, but the defense has been so good yeah. from everybody. Did you know that there's a crazy stat? Is that the game before the, the game before this Philly game? On the other one, there's 18 home runs of Philly. Yeah, yeah, it's incredible. It's mind blowing. I mean, between Swarber and Harper yeah. and Castellanos and X Trey Red. Turner. X Red. Didn't you talk? So, you you interviewed Castellanos. I have not there. interviewed Castellanos yeah, before. Yeah, he was there for you know I think a year or so and. Uh, and then got out, but uh, no, nah, it's kind of uh, cool to see his son in the front row. Yeah, so. well, it, they're they're fun to watch because they rake and they also play good defense. I mean, they got a lot yeah. of ways that they can beat you. And you know, again, you look at in the East, the dominant team all season long was Atlanta, and that was the team that they ousted. And then you saw a team like the Rangers, you know, ousted you know the Rays, who had been you know pretty good if not dominant all season long in the first round of the postseason. So it's it's been really interesting. So. 
It has. It's taken all the top teams, flipped them upside down. Yeah. Got, uh, it's going to be fun. It has. It's all right, fun. guys, we'll take a quick break. Come yep. back for a final time. And this is the Larcity Bourbon Locks, the Luna's Old Tequila Shots Thursday. Free spirit with the return of Ryan Nally, which has been awesome. Brent Halverson for one more time. And the location tomorrow for Browns Colts tickets. That's coming up. And your Harris Hoosier Park race of the day. Somebody's going to win 50-50 in betting and dining from Harris Hoosier Park Racing and Casino and Anderson. That's coming up next. The Ride with JMV. I don't know what the hell's in there, but it's weird and pissed off, whatever it is. 93.5 and 107.5. The Fan. I love when Cam came over here. Give me some ranch. Give me some ranch. Give me that ranch. Ranch goes with everything. It's Indiana, right? Uh, Harris Hoosier Park race of the day. David Wilker was the winner. The winning horse was Babes Darla. 1980 on a $2 bet. The $2 exacta, one fifty-five sixty. 50 cent trifecta was 159.30. That's your Harris Hoosier Park race of the day. 50 50 betting and dining. Harris Hoosier Park racing in casino where in Anderson the racing continues. Shout out to our guy Tony Renz. We saw a little bit earlier today, too. Um, racing continues until I think mid December up in Anderson and Harris Hoosier Park. Also, the lounge via YouTube Live brought to you by Winshuler Spreadable Cheeses. The flavors that you absolutely love, and the party will be upgraded significantly if you bring original cheddar, sharp cheddar, bacon and cheddar, and pepper jack to your party, your tailgate, your gathering. It's Winshuler Spreadable Cheeses. For more info, Winshuler's. Dot com today. Brent Halverson rejoins. Where are we going next week? I think we got a combo next Thursday, we do right? We uh, Evan Williams Tavern Tour combo. Larceny Locks. Yeah. Missoula Shots. Going to be at Kipps Pub right down the road here on Allisonville Road. I don't know if I've ever been there. You know what, John? I've not been there in a little while under new ownership, so I'm excited to okay. see what they've done over at Kipps, and, and they're excited to have us out there. So awesome. looking forward to that. Kipps Pub next Thursday, 3 to 6. You know the deal. We'll have some samples out there. We'll be giving away some some of your hot picks, man. Hot picks, baby. Hot picks. Unless, until this weekend. Until I'm, this weekend. I mean, if all the favors cover, you're going to be Two underdogs. There's That's a good way to kill yourself. And I don't like the one of the underdogs that you took, John. That's the only thing. Which that, one did you not like? I didn't like oh, that Denver call, The Packer man. one. Yeah, the worst like defense in the NFL. Don't they have to just spark one time, though? One time? I do. I know. Maybe. But I also think that uh, the other side's kind of preparing for that. So we'll see. We'll see. That's why they play, right? The Packers. The You're Packers. not happy with that group either. I'm not, man. We, you know, we, we started out, we looked good. And then for the last couple of weeks, well, for whatever reason, I've kind of gone away from that. And it's just, you know, missing Aaron Jones has been big. So hopefully yeah. he's back. I think it's going to change the landscape for the Green Bay Packers. So are you hoping you got your fingers crossed as a, a Packer fan and a former fan of Aaron Rodgers that he gets back and is ready to go for that injury at the end of the year. I, w- I want to see this is just there. all so much. Con- There's no way in the world. Oh, he's out there throwing balls last week. He was throwing yeah, balls. Out yeah. The field. Move around. Hey, Aaron Rodgers. He's, he's a, uh, he's one of those uh, battalion guys, right? Like, he, you know, Tom Brady made a comment. You see a lot of guys, they get hurt. They'll just kind of tuck away and, 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 and park it on the bench. He's that's not Rogers. He wants to get out there and play. You know, and, and again, I'm, I'm not a Jets fan by any means, but they're kind of like the Packers East now. They've got a lot of the old Packers. So you out think there. a doctor is really going to clear him to do that by the end I of think, the year? I think, and, and again, with them coming where they're Dr. at. Dr. Giggles might. Three, yeah. <laughs> Dr. Giggles. <laughs> three and three right now, I think there are. So they've, uh, they've won a couple more games than I thought they would. Uh, yeah. they're, they're staying in there. I think if they kind of keep that up, 
and they have a chance, and he's, he has a chance, you'll see him back here, and you'll see some magic happen. Here's what I need to ask right now. If we have any orthopedic surgeons, and we used to have a lot of them on the show uh, in the past, uh, any orthopedic surgeons, any physical therapists out there, um, like my man Brad Howell, for example, down in Greenwood, does anybody out there believe that Aaron Rodgers actually is going to make it to a point to where a doctor – not like Dr. Giggles clears him at the end of the year. Uh, any, any orthopedic surgeons out there, can you tell me? I mean, should I be more confident that it's going to happen? Just a healing of the individual, a healing of the man, the healing powers. I think that doctor, Positive thought. I think that doctor can be convinced if they're sitting at a record to <laughs> yeah. where they can make the playoffs. Yeah. That might help change his I, uh And then here's the question. Why are you going to do it? Because they're not going to be anywhere near anything. Sorry, the Jets aren't going to be anywhere near anything. It would make zero sense. Actually, it would make more sense for the Colts to have interest in Jerry Judy, which I am firmly against right now, than it would be to believe that there'd be a reason for him to return. Mike Greenberg's wishes notwithstanding, right? There's yeah, no I, way. You know, I, yeah. I agree. But again, if they're going to hover around and he has a chance, he's out there throwing the ball around. You know, that's Rodgers, man. He's, uh, he's got a love for the game. Unlike, uh, you know, again, a lot of people nowadays, they'll just kind of pack it in for the year. I don't think he wants to do that. He knows he's got his, his time is limited. They kind of built this team around him. He wants to be back there for those guys. So, hey, hats off to him if he gets back there. And, uh, you know, I'd like to see him play. You know, that, yeah. that, that watching him for 60 seconds uh, yeah. at the start of the year wasn't, uh, <laughs> wasn't, wasn't all that. Fulfilling but, uh, enough for you. Yeah. All right. All good, we mentioned, too, Large City Bourbon Locks, Luna Azul Tequila Shots, week number seven. We did that with Natalie a little bit earlier, but we also continue with Old Fashioned Week. Old Fashioned Week, Elijah Craig Old Fashioned Week, runs through, actually it runs 365 days a year, right? But it runs through the 22nd, so stop out at your favorite watering hole. Ask for an Elijah Craig Old Fashioned. And this weekend, John, uh, Colts tailgate out at uh, Bullseye Event Center. I think you'll be there. Go down there and uh-huh. get you some. Yes. Uh, go down there and yes. check out some Deep Eddie Vodka. Deep Eddie Vodka and RTD drinks down there. It'll be a good time to uh, tailgate and root on those Colts to come over that uh, big upset victory over the Browns. Because you mentioned that. Let's give away two passes. I think it's a great for call. For them to get some Deep Eddie. I think it is Bullseye. a great call. Number nine at 239-1070 as we close. Bullseye Event Center passes. BullseyeEventGroup.com with the Colts VIP tailgate. And... Deep Eddie Vodka. Deep Eddie Vodka. Number nine at 239-1070. You will get two passes to go on Sunday. Great job, Brent. Thank you. Hey, Landon, outstanding job from you, Cam. Great job. Ryan Nally's return. Spectacular. James back at the studio. Thank you very much. Browns Colts tickets tomorrow. The legendary Slippery Noodle on a Bud Light Blue Friday. Cannot wait to see you there beginning at three. Have a great night. Hey, fans, want new flooring and want it now. March is the time to buy at Floors to Your Home. Right, Brian Kahn? It really is, JMV. We have the state's largest selection of new flooring in stock. And we've just received additional truckloads of new hardwood, laminate, and waterproof flooring. So we're marking everything down. Brian, I'm looking at some of your incredible deals. We always sell up to 50% off those big box stores. But for a limited time, you can get new flooring starting at just 80 cents a square foot. 80 cents a square foot? That's incredible. That's three rooms of hardwood, laminate, or waterproof starting under $350 at Floors to Your Home. And you can get it right now. We have over 1,200 styles in stock. Floors to Your Home is the place for the lowest prices anywhere in Indiana. 
I'm doing my whole house. Three very convenient locations. Avon, Noblesville, and Brookville Road. Who has the lowest prices on flooring? Florist your home. That's who.